This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, we live. Charlemagne, we live. Charlemagne, we live. I was thinking about that earlier. Still like a top three moment Clearly. ever. Like, I don't even care what the category is. <laughs> like, yeah. it's top three. Ugh. <sighs> All right, man. What the fuck is? There's been a lot been going on, actually. It's a whole lot going on. I literally, my notes is just, it's just a bunch of shit. Yeah. We just finna talk a bunch of shit. But first, you know what I wonder? Uh, man, I forgot. It was something that we wanted to do with the, with the, with the culture and shit, and uh, we ain't never do it. I think it was like one Blame of them. COVID, um, nigga. Fuck it. It was a uh, no. It was because of COVID though. Mm. Uh, it was like somebody did like a watch party. One of these apps got like a watch at the same time. I think shit. it's Facebook that does the watch party. Yeah, but no, but that did it first. But now one of these actual apps got it though. Okay. I don't know if it's Amazon Prime or okay. is it? Oh uh, no, that was Netflix. Netflix. That was Netflix. Yeah. yeah, I remember we announced it on the pod. Yeah. But I seen it like y'all. We should we should probably do that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can do a little special joint for uh, Concrete Cowboy. Niggas keep telling me to watch it. I watched it. You I looked at it? it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, yeah. I watched. Well, I watched it uh, last Friday. I had like a horrible headache, so I fell asleep on it. Yeah. Thank God I fell asleep because I was trying to fall asleep. But, yeah. Um, I watched it uh, from the beginning yesterday, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, man. My pops watched it Easter, but while he was looking at that, I was looking at the white boy Rick Doc on I Netflix. Fell, I fell asleep on that too. That shit was fire. That was a I mean, it ain't really too much new info, but what I liked about this doc, they had all them niggas on there. Like why he get so much credit? White boy? Yeah. Cause he ain't really do shit. But that's kind of the angle this doc took. Like yeah. And I, I like that. Like, yo, y'all really gave this nigga life for eight bricks? And then they on there interviewing motherfucking killers and all the niggas he worked with. And they was like. Also, yeah. I mean, like, he, didn't, he ain't do shit as far as like. Yeah, he wasn't a boss or nothing. Why did the streets give him this legendary status? Probably because we didn't have like the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just based off of. Kind of what you heard. And you, you a young white boy in the hood. That's what I was finna yo, say. He, he, he out here. It's that. It's that. Tommy shit, right? Where they always say on power, yo, the only white boy I know in the game. Cause we d- act doom, like yeah. Cause we act like that don't matter. Mm-hmm. And it is it is what it is. Standards are double sometimes and standards are single. Hey. But when you see somebody white do something that normally black people do, even if they do it just as good, it looks better. Yeah, because they white. Cause they white. Just as when you see um a girl do something that men typically dominate, it's like, oh shit. Hey. Or when you see a kid do something that Real an life. adult normally does, you're like, oh, my fucking it. When adds. a kid does it, hey, that's a prodigy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When uh, when Lisa Leslie and then was dunking back in 93, it was like, oh, shit, that's straight up tomahawk dunk. Because it's a woman, now, I don't we say, bigging it up. Like, we act like the fact that Eminem wasn't white did not add to the fact that Eminem. It adds to the lore. Because, yes, he was it, dope, yeah. but he white, so we didn't expect it from yeah. him. So whenever you get something that you're not expected, it kind of is. I mean, in Eminem's case, it's genre bending, right? Like that nigga brought forth a whole group of white rappers who probably never would have saw the light of day. Did, did white boy Rick genre bend crack? 
Eh. Like the, it the can make, be said. Because like that's early in, yeah. right? To make it cool for the white boy to, to get down with. Well, yeah. it, it should have actually did the exact opposite since he that told on everybody. 100%. <laughs> since he told on. And on, told on everybody and still got life. Yeah. Like, nigga, nothing you planned went right, dog. In order for me to give some, you know, I don't know. I was about to say something very absolute, but it's it's not a it's not an absolute. Fuck it, say it. But like, in order for you to give a nigga life, you got to show me the body. Because unless so, somebody did, but then there are there are circumstances where yeah. you do something so heinous, it's like my nigga. Yeah, you do some shit with kids or just. But some, then they created that law in Michigan back in the mid nineties, where it was like, yo, you can't get a life sentence in Michigan for a nonviolent crime. <laughs> And then his lawyers came right back, like, all right, we're going to appeal again. And they still was like, no, nah. nah, nigga, that was before. Yeah, no, nah, Kim Worthy was like, fuck that nigga. It wasn't until, and that's what I liked about the doc, the uh, the hitman that's on there, he was like, nigga. <laughs> that, nigga's a, that nigga's terrified. Hey, <laughs> boy said, first of all, when he was showing his scars. I was terrified. I was through, nigga. I was sitting there like, uh, yeah, pops, I can't watch Concrete Cowboy. This nigga told me to watch him. Hey, I'm it, here. It was so funny is, uh. It was one of them niggas. I was like, yo, I don't know if I want that nigga out like right now. <laughs> yo, like, so I really loved how they did him when he took off the jail jumper yeah. and put his regular clothes on. Like, nigga, it don't make no sense for him to still be in there. And I've been out. I've been out. And I admitted in open court I got 30 bodies. And I've been out. That's what, feel however you want to feel about white boy Rick. But it yeah. was like, God damn, when a hitman who was at one point supposed to kill him was like, Nigga, how I got more empathy for this nigga. What's so wild? Than Kim is Worthy, that bro. Some nigga in the hood in Detroit was doing contract killings for for gangs in different countries. Mm-hmm. Like I got on my I got in my evil bag. Like for yeah. real, for real. Dog said it, man. I I can't remember the exact quote verbatim, but he goes, "I know I'm going to hell." He said, "I know it's no way for me to make up all the evil I did. I know I'm going to hell." But he said, "If I could do one thing right." It was tell the motherfuckers that if they don't let him out, I'm snitching on Gil Hill, Kim Worthy, fucking everybody left in Coleman Young family. <laughs> dog said he was with the smoke, dog. Man, I, I implore you guys to listen to this podcast um, called, um, damn, I just was sitting here talking about this shit this morning. Um, no, Crime Town. Mm. Uh, Crime Time It's a I feel like Gremlin Media Some Spotify shit Okay um, They go through A different city Each time And they pretty much Break down everything yeah. But their season two They did Detroit mm. um, And they broke down The city of Detroit before The ending of White Flight Before Coleman Young His yeah. rise politically To him being the mayor To everything that happened Afterwards Even to To, to, to Kwame And yeah. Kwame was on there Speaking from prison Wow um, But wow. they got into Sort of what what they was referring to with the Chambers brothers, and uh-huh. this, they got into that heavy. They got into Gil Hill. Yeah, um, like it was so dope. Um, then there was a a, a police squad um, where they essentially was going out and just killing niggas. Wow. Um, and they was they were set up like a decoy, send a nigga in the in the in the middle of the hood with a gold watch and a gas can, and wait till we get robbed, and then yeah. he'll shoot the robber. Got it. And the actual police officers from that time frame, old nigga who killed a couple, he killed like four different people in different, <laughs> not at one time, but he was on there <laughs> and interviewing Damn. and it made me um find another documentary about how racist and it was with the police and everything. It was a really dope and it came from this podcast called Crime Town. They did not pay me for that shit even though they should. Yeah. That's a wonderful fucking plug. No, that was a beautiful plug, nigga. I'm like, shit, I want to go listen to that bitch now. Fuck these niggas. Um, but since we can't say fuck these niggas, 
what we're gonna do is just play some music. We ain't even intro this bitch. Let's go. Shit, I be talking about yeah. half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come on! Y'all thought the DMX shit was over? Can't be. Nah, nah, never. Don't believe. Best intro of all time. Who dick you sucking? We gotta talk about this intro after this. Who dick you sucking? Don't call me with that bullshit, right? You lying? You lying to me, B? Yeah, exactly. Who dick you sucking? Come on, B. I just heard some shit about you. Some foul shit. shit. Fuck fuck is the deal? Dick, you bitch ass nigga. No, you explain it to me, bitch. You know what I'm talking about. I don't nigga. know nobody up here. You don't fuck with nobody up here, and I ain't been fucking with nobody. Yo, yeah, I don't know nobody in fucking Yonkers. Lying ass bitch, you ain't shit. Do, Do I, I got, got the hottest name? name too? Who, Who the, the fuck, fuck is he? Bitch, bitch you, you fucking him. Was 11 and curls. Yo, listen, that intro, I love that intro, but don't it sound like they was having two different conversations, dog? Like, did they, <laughs> did, did they, like, did they have, like, the audio from one person? Like, I didn't, I never understood it because it sounded like DMX was on the phone with his nigga because he was in the back of like, <laughs> and like, the questions never actually lined up. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is a great, yo, we gonna put this shit together as a skit, but like, I still fucking them love niggas it. was punching the fuck out <laughs> yeah. of that skate, dog. That was fucking great, man. Um, prayers and blessings to the legend, DMX. I don't want to spend too much time on it, man, because we still don't know about it. But the latest update that came out today was that um, they were running some more uh, brain activity tests today, and after they get the results, uh, the family will be able to make a more firm determination on what next steps should be so i heard yeah, they sprinkled some covid on it too i did read that last night like the middle of the night yeah. saw that he had a positive covid test while in the hospital um god damn yeah i don't know <laughs> like so like I feel like right now everybody got a positive covid it, test I, I, yeah they just i feel like dave Chappelle when the police break in mm. uh just sprinkle some crack on them mm -hmm. um just for good measure because then <laughs> like so if he has covid and he passes away they gonna put COVID, COVID related because that's what ends up when they you know this is COVID related so now you you died of COVID 
Well, I don't one of the young dogs got shot. Um, when I nigga was in the hospital, like, oh yeah, you got COVID. Like that, <laughs> he he made it all right, and he left. He felt good before he went in, yeah. and felt great when he came out. I mean, other than the fact that he had like a hole in his back. But I mean, that, yeah, that could mess you um, up. They throw that COVID on you. I feel like though, because he came in there, um, unconscious, had the heart attack. I'm not gonna say whether it was related to an overdose or not, because I don't. I just I don't like when people just throw that shit out there. I wasn't the there. Happened. Yeah, I'm no. But he had a heart attack. We know that, and he was unconscious when he arrived. He'd been in a coma. I feel like if something did happen to him, like they can't just go back in time and be like, "Yo, that was COVID." Like, no, nigga, I can't ignore the fact y'all told me that man came in with a heart attack. Yeah, he ain't come in for COVID. So it's like that'll be a wild transition if they try to pull that on us. In order to pull that off. You got to be a white police officer in Minneapolis. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, this is the exact example. It's like, yo, we think yeah. that um, the COVID got him, mm-hmm. not the like. Come on, yeah, man, nigga. fam. Two doctors have gotten up on the stand and said, "Yeah, I hear all that drug shit y'all talking about, but I think the asphyxiation that came from you kneeling on his neck for nine is what killed him." Because <laughs> like. I didn't realize it was actually for like nine, nine minutes minute, and yeah. twenty one seconds yep. or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't the eight whatever that's that what we, we saw on yeah film. that's what we saw on the video um but it was just over nine minutes so but they'll be like yeah that's no it was it was he had an overdose no nigga you 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 stopped air to the nigga brain for nine minutes here's what i'm gonna say about the george floyd trial literally every witness i've seen go up there has said nothing in favor of the cop. Even like cops, like his boss got up there and was like, yeah, that ain't how we train to do that, dog. Yeah, and still, uh, I watched this video today uh-huh. um, and it says backfire, a very bad day for prosecutors. And I'm like, fam, what, what, what are y'all like? Fam. Like I, I get, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a ultra supporter of anybody who is extremely left or extremely right. And mm-hmm. I get it that like if you far right and you don't like the left and left is pushing this, whatever, yeah. whatever I yeah. get that part. 100 percent. But like you can't be so blinded that you are you going to actually like lobby for the police just because the team that you don't like. Is lobbying like come on, my nigga. Dog, they're literally like when the one police captain dude got up there and was like, "Yeah, that was a bit excessive." I was like, "God damn!" Like, I really, I bring that up to say if the shit don't go the way that I think it should go, I'm gonna be really like, I mean, uh, and it won't be shocking. That's the fucked up part. But it's not like we didn't like watch it though. Yeah, it'd be different if like we was going on hearsay right mm-hmm. and or reading reading like medical results and yeah. you can't like well you know that shit kind of makes sense yeah man. i know maybe the maybe the hole wasn't that bad maybe it's the maybe it was the more fan we got it on tape from multiple clear as day too like this wasn't one of them like random surveillance videos you could barely see what's going down it wasn't like oh it moved so quick you don't know what happened or who did what no we saw clear as day him kneeling on that nigga's neck and everybody saw it Everybody saw from it. From multiple cell phones, from multiple yeah. um, store videos, yeah. from multiple cops, police cam videos. It's like, yo, this is like what we what we doing here for two weeks, my nigga. Yeah, I, I don't understand this deep of a fight for something that is like, yo, like I have clear proof of what I'm charging you with. I don't get it. Are you? Is this you on the on the tape, nigga? Yeah. Like yo, I, mean, I guess you can go to R. Kelly Ross. I ain't never seen the tape, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, but like, nigga, this you on the tape, right? That's George Floyd on the yeah. tape. 
All right, this 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 is a wrap. Hey, jury, y'all need y'all need to we need to y'all want to go back now? Yeah. Or it's hey man, rest in peace to George Floyd. I I really hope this goes the right way because I mean we we found enough uh, probable cause to give him a civil suit, fam. Already, you know what I'm saying. Already, and that typically happens after, after the, so it doesn't it, sway yep, the yep. the. So it's like Minnesota uh, didn't already paid the family. Like so, uh, huh. like my nigga, you wrong. I I don't. Again, I'm not surprised at any results in white America courts, but goddamn, this would be a slap in the face, boy. Like this would be like a memorable slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? Same way with uh. Again, I know it ain't got the fanfare that it had initially, but the Ahmaud Arbery case, like that's still happening, and I'm gonna be just as pissed off Which if one that happened don't go first. Um, Ahmaud Arbery, because that was I in was February. About that today. Yeah, that was February of last year, and you remember we ain't know about it till yeah. Well, it was February of like the year prior, and we ain't know about it till yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but rest in peace to both of them, young men. Uh, Whew. Defund the police. I'm going to just throw that out there. Let's talk about your man, Paul Pierce, dog. Let's lighten this shit up a little bit. Yo, shout out to Paul, man. Yo, Paul got fired and said, fuck it. I'm I, out, nigga. Man, shout out to Paul Pierce, man. Uh, I don't understand what happened. You don't uh, understand why he got fired? I don't. I don't. It, because uh, it, uh, so did, give me an idea what, what happened. All right. Tell so me. Paul Pierce was on his Instagram live. Um, he had some strippers with him. Nobody was butt naked, though. They were still in a little two piece joints. Um, he was smoking some weed, had a little little tree on him. He was talking about, hey, he was on the live inviting motherfucker. Hey, pull up, nigga. We got the hoes over here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Next day, ESPN fired this nigga. <laughs> ESPN Disney. Yeah. Let me throw that in there. So the reason I don't understand, mm-hmm. he's playing poker. Mm-hmm. He had marijuana, and there was women in the video. Yeah, uh, I didn't see anything legal going on. Um, I know it wasn't because you disapprove of poker, ESPN, because no, they play you, poker. You have you hold the World Series of Poker. Yep. Um, do you disapprove of marijuana usage? Because the state of New York just made this shit legal. Uh, California, it's been legal. In the NFL, um, it's legal. Um, in the MLB, it's legal everywhere except the NBA, which are they're they're lightning and everything. Mm-hmm. So I I know it can't be marijuana because all across the country, you guys are doing marijuana. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm led to believe that I hate to be this nigga or use this terminology. Does ESPN have a problem with sex workers? Because mm. mm. they were just in bikinis. I've seen y'all swimsuit. Uh, editions, um, <laughs> um, ESPN. So, like, what? Man, what exactly? They got the, uh, the naked, yeah, the whole naked edition. Like, so, like, they weren't like popping and locking or some shit. Like, I mean, they were just in the video. Like, what exactly was like? Yo, you can't work here anymore because all the three things that I, that were in that video, your company, ESPN, Disney supports. Y'all, y'all do it. I'm gonna say it was the weed. That's the only thing that I could, because weed still ain't legal across the board. It's coming. It's coming, but it still ain't legal federally. And I feel like because Paul Pierce is specifically, yes, he's technically ESPN, but he's ABC Disney. Which means what to me? It's Disney. 
I don't know it's what that fucking, people say. All this, I don't understand what that means. Family. It's children. It's this. It's that. You know how Disney wants to play it. We we'll pretend that a Nazi didn't found Disney, but we're going to act like that Disney don't like I watch Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. It ain't all glitz and gamma on there. Yeah. yeah. But um, here's my here's my thing. Him getting fired. Neither here nor there. Paul Pierce will be fine. I don't really give a fuck about Paul Pierce anyway. That nigga was a Clipper and he was a Celtic. Literally my least favorite nigga ever um, or one of them. But here's my issue with Paul Pierce. Stop doing shit on your live, bro. I just really want niggas to start realizing they can have a ball. Scot-free, no problems. You ain't getting fired. You ain't putting nothing at risk. You ain't doing shit. Stop recording every that there was no reason that poker night needed to be on live. But Paul Pierce, I don't, I, I, I'm not like a, a, a frequent of Paul Pierce's Instagram, but yeah. I've never seen a live for him before. Yeah, yeah, I don't know shit I, about Paul Pierce's live. I don't know that he Instagrams and puts everything on live. If a nigga want to go live, what he what he doing? You got the ability to do that. I just don't do it. I don't understand where the correlation would be. Like if someone saw this and be like, "Wow, I'm never watching ESPN again." Like I don't see the correlation. Here's and the like, thing, though. But we all keep going along with this, with this, but it's Disney, but it's work, but it's this. Like, let me, where is the correlation of I see this, this is you shouldn't work no more. Now, Paul Pierce ain't like, yo, this is messed up. He like yeah, he he laughed off whatever. So it's not like he didn't did something and now he's like, oh, my bad, my bad. Like, nigga, I'm rich. This Yeah, is, Paul Pierce is not hurting by this. Like, nigga, this is a million dollars a year. Like, I, I probably blow it. I probably blew that shit. In that po poker game. I just don't understand where this fake shit comes from. And when I say fake shit, I mean like every person that you know that works in your corporate America job acts a certain way at work. Mm -hmm. And every single person leaves there and acts some acts something different. Mm -hmm. Like why are we put who is the imaginary person that we putting on airs for if every single person is putting on airs? But here's the thing though. Everybody leaves corporate corporate America and goes and acts like who they really are when they leave. But we don't see it. And that's the thing. If if your company CEO was a flaming racist, hated everybody of color, and walked out of work, and soon as he got to the parking lot, he just went on a racist rant and recorded it on live. He getting removed by the board. But see, that would be it's different happening. because that would go towards your character and your ability to. Um, like, I don't trust that you can turn off racism. I can trust that you won't have strippers while you're at work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't understand where this whole. But that's the so it always everybody says the the a hey, social media is like. It's like real life now. Like it's everything's like blending, right? Like what happens on socials blends with your real life. There are fine lines specifically for niggas of Paul Pierce's stature. You're potentially an NBA Hall of Famer. You're an NBA champion. You got millions of dollars. You work for ESPN. Just so, be smart, bro. Like my, my, just I guess what smart, I'm trying man. to say is what is inherently bad about what was in the video? Because you got to tell me which doing one drugs, it was. Nigga. That's what I think the issue was. It was the drugs. Because, again, the women wasn't doing shit. The women was just standing there. Clearly, they were strippers. So ESPN Disney is anti-weed. That's what I'm saying was the reason. If that's Ain't the, nobody said it 100, it, but that's that, the only thing that made that, sense to that's me. That's what I want to get to. And if that's yeah. the case, the, the ESPN Disney, you got a really big problem on your hands. Yeah. Because you can't be anti even though ESPN and all the fucking people that come on there are advocating for it mm -hmm. and it's supported for it. Uh, and like, let's 
Come on, my nigga. Where ESPN located at? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut, Bristol. Is 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 yeah. marijuana legal in, in in Connecticut? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably whenever New York officially does the shit, they'll probably be a year behind. They follow New York's lead, but um, New York went last week. But it's uh, you know what? It's kind of like when you think of advertising, right? You can't advertise um outside of print. You can't advertise cigarettes. Can't do digital ads for cigarettes. Can't do uh, billboards. Can't do commercials like TV, radio, none of that shit. Can only be print. Unless it's on television, which is the biggest advertising. Well, that's product placement. That's that's the, and again, like with the weed shit, hey, do what you want. I'm sure that nigga ain't been getting tested for weed because clearly he be smoking. Who said this was this was uh, uh, TAC? Because I can order directly to my crib mm-hmm. um, CBD marijuana. Facts. You know, for, for, matter of fact, nigga, this could be a cigarette. Man. I could have rolled my own personal cigarette. You don't fucking know. You don't know. But again, cigarettes can't even be on TV or on uh, internet ads or whatever. So I don't know, man. But Paul Pierce, here's my thing, man. Just for everybody, Paul Pierce and whoever the fuck else. First of all, y'all niggas ain't Paul Pierce. So because I've seen a lot of niggas talking crazy. Like, nigga, I get on my live, smoke weed, fucking a bitch right now. Nigga, your job will never see that. You got two followers. Like, relax. But. In general, stop feeling the need to record all this shit because, to your point, I feel like all these companies are making up shit on the fly. They just going with the, like, yo, this look like it could be potentially bad press. Let's just rid ourselves of the issue. So what I would like to see, this may not be the the the, the heel to die on specifically for Paul <laughs> Pierce, but, like, hey, yo, push back on that shit. Mm. I'm tired of it, right? I'm tired of it. It'd be like, well, you know, we don't really like that because it used to be, damn, I don't want to do this connection, but I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Our public don't like this. Okay. You're a bank teller, but this is an all white neighborhood and you black and you can do this job just fine. Yep. But our customers don't like that. So we ain't going to get you the job because you black. I'm yeah. sorry. And we was like, yo, why the fuck is it that like that? No, so we want you to take a stance, or you won't hire me because I got purple hair, and you don't like my customer. My cut, you, I, I don't know. But like the content of what I'm doing, my actual job, is it impacted? Yeah, it's man. just about what someone else thinks about, and nigga, anybody never gonna always agree. I just want us to start pushing back, man. Um, when companies think they can dictate your personal life or yeah. your private life, aka outside of the workplace. Now, if this is not, um, a, a some things that you can be placed in jail for because like hate speech is a thing whether you at work or not facts so if you in the parking lot saying i hate niggers and i hate yeah. jews and this and that fam that's gonna be a problem whether you was at work or anything that's one thing or you you saying sexist or or racist comments is one thing because that literally does impact work but i caught you on a vacation you were smoking weed when you was in jamaica and now you about to lose your job yeah like what i think as a whole we got to push that back. It's not right. It's not Man. fair. I just feel like niggas, if nothing else, just stay off fucking off your live, man. Like, quit recording anything. Until niggas have, because that's the thing. If niggas is moving on the fly, they're creating rules on the fly, they're creating fireball aff- offenses on the fly, you can't keep up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. If it's a moving fucking uh, goal, you don't know. And Paul Pierce doing that shit, yo, Paul Pierce don't even, in my mind, he don't even seem like the kind of nigga that's going to get on the internet filming himself with some strippers and some weed and some poker game and money that and shit. shit get out of his contract. Now, I've seen people saying that. That's a possibility. He could be on Fox Sports. <laughs> he could have been like, yo, I ain't with this smoke. Then I've seen some people like, oh, uh, 
Shannon be on Fox Sports, literally uh, with, with drinking with, henny and, and literally doing with all a that. black and mouth, yeah. with a with a fucking stocking cap. But that's what made me think it was the weaker. weed. Because a black and mild is a black and mild. It ain't weed. That's what made me think it was weed. Do we know it's a black and mild? Hey. Not saying it's not. Yeah, but hey, you know what I'm saying? Because hey. um, that's a very lesser but look. But also, Fox Sports and if, ESPN. And if we and we if we talking about promoting, since you know you mentioned now, yo, we can't we can't promote smoking. We can't mm-hmm. promote I mean Fox Sports and ESPN. And I wouldn't put it past a network like Fox who we know for all the black people who may be on Fox, they still have a lot of racist people behind them boards. I wouldn't put it past a network like Fox to be like, yo, go go do whatever y'all do. Hood this shit up. Nigga, wear the stocking cap, smoke the fuck. Because I personally hate that Shannon do that shit. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. But I wouldn't put it past Fox to encourage niggas to smoke, drink, put on your stocking cap, your wave cap, talk like Uncle Shannon, all that shit. Because, hey, nigga, we want to promote all the hood niggas. I think that's strictly him. It could be. It could be. That's one, the thing. I, I don't, don't know Shannon before this. I don't, and I don't know Fox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't know yeah. if the... And I'm, matter of fact, I'm 100% sure the same nigga that was there in 1992 ain't there in 2021. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Niggas moving around. Them, like, I don't know them niggas. Uh, uh, and to be like, yo, y'all niggas is insert here. But like, I, yeah. I just think it's whack. I think at some point niggas got to push back as a whole. Just uh, how when when they don't like something individually we do, they'll remove all their financial support from niggas. Yeah. Well, like, okay, well, you're gonna start firing niggas like that. Well, we're gonna stop fucking with you because we didn't like what you did. Yeah. Hey man, we um on a whole nother note, entertainment related, definitely related to the culture. Got some snowfall power beef. Yeah, somebody a hoe for doing it in this in this situation. Somebody's a hoe. All right, hold up. I'm about to play this video. This is from uh Y'all homie, DeAndre Bonds, a.k.a. Scully, uh, he had a little something to say. Internet's are saying the shit was directed at 50 Cent. He didn't say 50's name, but I'm going to let y'all hear it. If you don't want the executive producers all in the movie scenes, all on the TV screen trying to steal the shine from the actors, come to Snowfall. Yeah, come on. You already know. And hold up. Let me read 50's response. So 50 posted a picture of DeAndre Bonds crying. Um, and he said, every now and then I get a hater. Note to self. Never give this nigga a job. Fuck out of here. Green light gang. I don't know what green light gang means, but. He's telling Hollywood to never get this nigga a job. And then said the green light. You know what I'm saying? You will hope for that. Like the shit is funny. Like we we all get the fucking reference. Yeah. Um, the nigga from that West Coast. It was a West Coast legend who yeah. did it. It fits because you ruined power. Like if it is what it is. Literally ruined power by being on that show two seasons longer yeah. than he needed to, bro. Also, I like for life. Fifty, you don't need to be on that fucking show. And now it's about to be all about you next. Yeah. Year. Like you don't need to be on that no, show. We. And here's the thing, Fifty. Clearly, whatever the fuck you doing with these shows that you've been producing or executive producing, co-producing, whatever the they fuck working. you're involved. All of it's working, nigga. It don't all of a sudden need to be about you. It don't. Like, dog, I, I'll never understand this nigga's involved. Am I, air quotes, am I mad no. that 50's in it? Nigga, it's your show. You can be whatever the fuck yep. you want. And guess what? You getting an extra check for acting in it. There you go. But once you put the art out, the art is out for public critique. Like, come on, man. It's yeah. not this. But, but literally, in real life, you just said, don't nobody get this nigga a job, green light. Yeah. Like, like that's, some, that's some whole shit, dog. Like, note to self. 
You know you the Don't celebrity, this nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. Like and you know like, that you the you the celebrity. Like you like when you you, you a public figure or you a, a politician. Yeah. Like they can't sue you when people start using your likeness yeah. because you are a bona fide. Like if you put President Obama face on a picture, he can't come back and say you didn't give me permission. No, you you are excluded from that. Yeah, fifty. You so big now. Why are you Why are you doing this? Don't deny anybody. An opportunity fifth. And nigga, if you know DeAndre Bond's story, man, like clearly he was rocking in Hollywood, then he got in some trouble, went to prison for a long time, dealt with some substance abuse issues while he was in jail, came out of prison, now he's working again. Like 50, that's a story you probably want to champion, bro. Like uh, you of all people should want an authentic nigga who really from them LA streets and who's a really effective actor, dog. You should probably get him in BMF since show. Man, man. I saw a couple um some stills, not some clips or anything like that, but I saw some stills of it. I had the, the thing. I, I didn't find. I had the thing where uh, you know I was looking for extras on Monday, yesterday, Monday mm-hmm. and yesterday, Monday and Tuesday, whatever. Uh, I think they were paying like fifteen an hour. Yeah, you had to be yeah. there all set all day. Whatever. I was gonna go down there, but I didn't. Yeah, I um, I actually somebody sent me that really late Sunday night. Like, yo, have y'all seen this? And I had Monday off, and I thought about it. But I was just. Like, I had no. Tuesday off. Yeah, and, um, I, I didn't really do feel Monday, but uh, I thought about it. Yeah, we never talked about this, but I got a couple DMs asking me, um, or telling me that they would like to hear our thoughts. So I want to approach this, but then get right by it. All right, because it's all accusations. Deshaun Watson. I have no idea. When I say I have no idea, yeah. like I, I've literally never, I, I've seen a couple of tweets about it. Yeah. At first, it was like, yo, I think, um, yo, he doing something with his contract, and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the lawyer that represents the owner is coming up with people. Then I seen it's like, yo, it's a whole bunch of girls Fam, that's coming. We're, out. we're, I think we just passed nineteen yeah. recently. So I, I literally have no idea. It sounds at first it was like, yo, y'all trying to. Fade the nigga, and now it's like, yo, I don't know. This shit seems wild. That's a lot of women. Yeah. That's that's what I'm gonna say. Um, but again, the reason I don't, don't want to stick on it too long because right now these are all accusations. I'm never here to to tell a nigga he guilty just because a lot of people accuse him of doing something. Um, but I will say it's a bad look. Now to the point you mentioned, I've seen a lot of people talking about it online. Yo, is this because he wanted out of his contract in Houston? I know the state of Texas and I know Texas sports are not above doing some really fucked up shit if a nigga's trying to get away from them. And like I initially it. it was like the lawyer that was bringing the cases yeah. was directly tied to the owner to the team, of yeah. the team. Yep. And it was like, yo, this is kind of wild. It's kind of wild. Because for all intents and purposes, prior to this, you've been like this model citizen, this great person. Yeah. And then the second you went out. So that was like, okay, well, did y'all make it up? And kind of gassing this, or was y'all hiding this for him while he was working for you? Yeah. And now, because that's a that's a other evil. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause all these people, y'all didn't know, like if this is the case. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't know at all, fam. This is this dates back so many years in professional and collegiate sports. Like, yo, we'll make some shit go away for a star. We'll yeah. make some shit go away. But when you're no longer our star and you're trying to leave us. We might stop making it go away. I will say this. Let's just say that all this shit is true. Yeah. And like, you know that the team been taking all this shit from you. It's not very smart to bite the hand that feeds you then. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that would definitely be a dumb move on his part. Yeah. If they're allowing you to get away with nasty ass crimes and then you like, yeah, I'm not happy here because we lose and I want to go. No, nigga, that ain't how this works. No, like, that, that's definitely not how yeah, this Yeah, no, bro. You now you just can't leave, nigga. And or, now Or if no. you leave like on some on some snowfall shit, yeah. you can either walk away or we can carry you out. Come on. Avi was on bar. I watched the episode again a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Yo, we said this last week, but I too went home. I went home that night and rewatched the episode because I was like wired. I was wired yeah. the fuck awake. On the finale, we're not recording that same night. No. No, we're going to record the next day. I'm telling y'all now, don't be looking for it because it will not be there Thursday morning because I need to take my time with whatever they do on the finale. I'm just yeah. putting it out there. We ain't rushing through it. So y'all can kiss hey, did my you pee? I listened. Did you peep when, um, when they came home to Alton's... Um his uh, sobriety anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh, this nigga, <laughs> this nigga, frankly, is in the background. I said, "You want some water or some Hennessy?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, "What?" That <laughs> 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 nigga said, "You want some water? You want some Hennessy?" <laughs> Dog. That um, that episode last week, that might have. Again, it's early. I'm just talking shit, but that might have jumped into my like top five. It was a good episode. That was really good all around. Even that was really even good. um Teddy, Teddy. In yeah, parts. no. Here's the thing, man. Teddy, we've we've been saying it for a season and a half. The niggas snapped. He's gone. He's doing like some whole other shit. He didn't forgot who the fuck he worked for. What the mission is. Lean into that. Like Teddy's aggressiveness last week. I like that shit. Did you? Well, I I when Teddy. And uh, Avi was talking, and he was like, "Oh, Abu, um, whatever the name it was, nineteen seventy two. Like that was you." I mm-hmm. went and googled that shit though, because mm-hmm. that's a that was a that's a real thing. Yeah, uh, like yeah. that was like a whole terrorist, you yeah. know, plot and bomb and all that shit. Like, yeah, no, it's um, it's some very like historical he, gems. That Avi get was in Teddy. There. Yeah, like I was the CIA yeah. nigga trying to do he some shit it. for. We talked about that, yeah, and, and it was like and we had talked about like yo. Yo, Teddy, my, my, why don't you just go full bad guy at this Fam, point? <laughs> you you literally have more bodies than anybody on the show currently. Um, you just ran past Franklin on that one police episode. Nigga killed eleven of them niggas. Everything you doing is like well beyond illegal at this point. Like, bro, just lean into it. And last week, I feel like was the first time we've seen him fully commit to leaning into. Yo, you know what? Now I'm just rogue. You know what I think is happening though. What's that? They setting up Avi to be the nigga who tell on everybody. Mm. Cause now they gonna ingratiate Avi. Cause we kind of like Avi. You know oh yeah, saying? Avi's that nigga. Been liked yeah. from the beginning. Yep. He telling on everybody, dog. But you know what? I prefer <laughs> he knows everything. I prefer them have Avi be the turncoat than the obvious with the newspaper lady with Irene. Yeah. I don't want it. Clearly, Irene's gonna try to get her story off and all of that. But I'd like to see them like resolve that and think that who we won. Yeah. Cause and the then story here came- come Avi. In real life, like the story came out and was pro- uh, was broadcast in L.A. Time, mm-hmm. but the trial yeah. is what actually did Blue niggas in. Yeah. When um, Oliver North and George Bush Senior had to admit to the shit, yeah, and all that, because you know the director of the CIA at the time was George Bush Senior. Mm-hmm. So, y'all man's y'all man's director of CIA, um, about to be vice president, about to be president, <laughs> like. Woo, look at that. 
Oh man, that's a great fucking show. So yeah, um, back to what I just said. That episode, whenever the uh, the finale airs, two weeks, we will not be in here the night of. We are gonna watch that shit thoroughly from the comfort of our own homes. Get all the notes, all the predictions, all the what the fucks, and we coming in the studio the next day to rock out. I tell you what though. Snowfall looked different on a 75-inch TV. Oh, man. <laughs> it hit different. It hit different. I'm, I'm, I'll be fully immersed. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, I ain't, maybe man boy ain't acting that bad. <laughs> nigga, this shit kind of hitting, dog. Because that nigga made one face at them two girls. I was like. <laughs> he looked like he really was annoyed. <laughs> it looked way different on a 75-inch, yeah. boy. That's funny as hell because I swear I thought that. Um, Netflix bought Kanye's documentary. Yeah. Apparently for $30 million. Um, So... Hey, look, this petty. What? And this is like, who the fuck do I think I am? Right? Because <laughs> clearly, like, who the fuck do I think I am? I heard $30 million. I was like, that's it? Like, we've been hearing billions and all this shit for Kanye. And I was like, 30? But when you think about, like, nigga, 30, nigga, 30 million, million for what could be a one hour documentary. <laughs> but look, here's what tripped me out. You thought about the 30. I thought about the 30, but in the context of when it said that nigga's been recording himself for the last 20 years, yeah. that's when I said, okay, 30 ain't enough. 30 ain't enough. That's nigga. more than a million dollars a year. I mean, true. <laughs> true. And nigga, you on, you, you've been popping since 2003. Chuck <laughs> to the richest black nigga in the country right now. You know like, but like if he, if you give me a 13 hour documentary. Yeah. As 13 episodes. Yeah. And it, it chronicles everything. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Fam. Shit, they gave Dave 60, and that was for, like, what, three specials? Three specials, four, maybe. I don't remember what the fuck the deal was. Um, shit, you remember they reportedly gave Eddie 120 for an hour, <laughs> nigga. Niggas will buy Netflix to watch Eddie. Hell yeah. I think niggas will buy Netflix to watch Kanye. Yeah. And this is why, yeah. um, when, remember the whole Monique and all the, yeah, yeah. everybody who be like, they be demanding more from Netflix. Yeah. It be like, well, how do I get my money back? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, is this big enough for make somebody who does not currently yeah. pay for Netflix to say, hey, I need a subscription. I'm going to sign up yeah. because it is. Or I, I literally was thinking about this today. Right. What, what, when this Kanye thing came out. Yeah. Because they're, they're probably a number. There are metrics to say how long people stay on Netflix. Yep. How many cancellations do I get normally a month? Um, So let's just say on average, two percent of my current subscribers drop off right okay and on this particular month when i'm expecting two percent to drop off i announced that dave Chappelle has a new special okay does my two percent that i usually drop off does it decrease like oh shit i can say when you do this i have them i can calculate how much money you save me by just saying what's on right and Cause I'm trying, I was trying to figure out like, how do you calculate how successful a person is? Yeah. It has to be by either new subscribers or how many people would normally drop off. Yeah. And if you get new subscribers, I know how long a new subscriber is going to stay on mm-hmm. for the, how many going to be there for the first 30, 60, 90. Yeah. We used to do this shit. That's at, business shit. We used 30, to do this 60, shit at, at, at Comcast. Mm-hmm. Like we could send out mailers in the mail yep. and tell you six months based of how many people, how many pieces of mail we put out, how much money that's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I be trying to think like, so when insert comedian here says, man, I should get, man, y'all niggas got to give me 500,000 for this. Like how does Netflix make $500,000 off of insert? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. We talk in ROI. Yeah. And when we get to talking ROI return on investment, you got to really fucking 
be aware of. And I almost think that has to be a part of your pitch. And that's where I think Monique missed is that she went in there discussing her legend and and all of her accolades and her awards. And it's like, Monique, clearly you're talented as well. 100%. Fun. We, we know, know you. you're we know you're funny. We know you can act your ass off. Yeah, we get all that. You got the Oscar. I get all of that. But it's like when you're telling me. Yo, not I'm pitching a, a show that's Oscar worthy or Emmy worthy. I'm pitching a comedy special. You need to come in here and show me how your comedy special will recoup whatever you're asking us to pay. Also, I, I think about this. Too, that's like, sales. That's business development, dog. That's and that's not somebody read the analytics. So, like for yeah. example, Cat Williams. I, today on Facebook, I just I, um, you know they do your memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fourteen years ago today, I tweet. I mean, I, I post on Facebook. I'm going to see Cat Williams today. Mm. Uh, and Cat Williams has a bunch of specials on Netflix. Yeah. Yep. And you can track how many people listen, watch those monthly, what that age range, yeah. and the people because it's attached to your your user ID and your account. Like, how likely are they to stay? For comedy, what do you? Yeah. What's in your faves every yeah. time? Like, cause what's for so, me, murder documentaries probably gonna be number one. Cause your yeah. algorithm is gonna look different than my algorithm, yep. right? Yep. So I can look like so right now for the last year, I know what people on Netflix between eighteen and thirty six are watching, mm-hmm. or eatteen and twenty. It could be even smaller. Yeah, whatever I know the demographic from, is. Whatever the demographic yeah. is, and like, yo, we need to boost such and such. So when I say I'm gonna give insert. Chris Rock, I'm going to give this person sixty million dollars for two specials. Yeah. I know where that's going to impact on my on my analytics and my data. I don't know if young up and coming um, comedian who just broke into the stage. Yeah, I don't know that you can quote unquote deserve X amount of dollars because what are you going to bring? And again, back to the Monique point, and this is not to harp on her. It's just again, you have to. I work in advertising. I literally work with niggas who pitch every day. You have to make it make sense. If it can't make sense in the pitch, niggas will not buy into it. With Monique, I think what hurt her is that she has specials on Netflix currently. They're sitting there right now, and nobody watching them. And you can't come in demanding X amount of dollars. Telling me why you're worth it. And then we look at what you currently have and say that never produced the amount of streams, um, subscribers, whatever the fuck numbers we're looking at to see how worthy it is. That never produced that number. Duh. And I'm looking dead at data on our platform. Like, I'm not looking at what you did on your tours. I'm not looking at Oscars. I'm not looking at Precious. I'm not looking at the Parkers. Yeah. I'm looking. Nigga, the Parkers is on there. Probably doing numbers. And it's probably doing numbers, but your special isn't. And when you when I look at that and you're convincing me or trying to convince me that you deserve a special and you deserve this much, and our reply is, yo, we do like you, we do acknowledge you're a legend, and we want to give you a special, but it got to be at this price. And if you're not happy with that price, we got to back out. I just never saw the issue with that. And to, to, to bring this back, when I think about Netflix and $30 million for yeah. a Kanye documentary... Um, I'm assuming it would probably be episodes of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Cause that's how Netflix gets on. Eight part, ten part miniseries type shit. I can probably eat off this shit for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Cause I'm thinking like thirty million dollars is a lot for a documentary. Yeah. Then I thought, but it's Kanye. Yep. Right. And you gotta think long term, because if I if I buy this and it's a Netflix original, this is here forever. God forbid thirty years from now when Kanye if something happens to Kanye anytime, mm-hmm. you know that shit gonna go through the roof. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? Ooh. Like so like 
I'm thinking, because I'm like, Shit. I was like, 30 million? Like, how? And I literally just went down, like, how is Netflix going to make $30 million off of this shit? Hey. And I just started thinking about all these different things. Then it got me thinking, like, so, young up-and-coming comedian who hey. had his first Netflix special, nigga, you kind of at the wheel of them how much they give yeah. you. Because how They're do you, dictating your market. Without the data, hey. without the analytics, how do you tell them how much you're worth? And I also think now worth in the marketplace, not your intrinsic value. We live in a yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, facts. But we also live in this digital world right now. Right. So, again, data, whether we talk in music, film, television, all this shit, fam, they started having to count DVR recordings in your Nielsen. Because your Nielsen rating, we know that families are not sitting down at 8 p.m. watching this show. You know how long they've been tracking that data, though? Man. Because when that Janet Jackson shit happened, they told you how many people paused and rewinded. Yep. Oh, we wasn't even, we didn't know that we was getting tracked. That was the TiVo data. Niggas didn't even know that it was available for that. Yep. And it's it's all trackable. Everything you're doing on any of these devices is trackable. And you don't think that there's not, there's data. That says, okay, I dropped a comedy special and I had like a um, um, stop. Well, I don't want to use that one. Uh, <laughs> you know where I was about to go with that one, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like now I'm hashtagging a, a slogan from yeah. a Netflix special. Yeah. I'll put it like this. I was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And Netflix ad came through. It's a guy named Nate Barzaki or some shit like that. And the joke that he told on there was pretty fucking funny. You know what I did? I went and watched that shit on Netflix. Mm. Nigga, I ain't laughed so fucking hard. Yeah. It's so fucking low. I'm like, who is this random ass white nigga mm-hmm. that I've never seen before? And then I go, I went and watched the other two specials that he had on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and then I I fucking made a post on Instagram about it. And then niggas was like, all right, I'm gonna go watch this shit. You better be funny. And then niggas kept texting me. Yeah. I'm up here doing their promotion and shit for him, right? Yeah. And then I go find some shit. Uh, it was something that came out during the pandemic. It was called like The Comedians. And it was a whole bunch of 30-minute sets. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit, I actually have seen this dude before. But based off that one tweet. That algorithm. I saw yep. that shit. And it was funny enough for me to go to listen to it. And then I went and I watched three different ones. Right? Yeah. So that's data. Yep. Now they know like, okay, my man's pretty. He kind of funny. And I already know that based off of this uh, tweet, we know where you went after this and now yeah. you didn't so this one thing led you here 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 and now i'm now i'm they re- recommending me other com- comedians based off of this yeah and sometimes i click on them like all that data goes somewhere and it's very valuable to them yeah. kind of intrusive for me um but it's value for them so now they can now they gotta know like yo i know how much nate kind of worth mm-hmm. because shit off a tweet we got this and it went back to his back catalog yeah I don't know that everybody can can link all of that. And but that's the thing when we talk in data analytics and Kanye, um, to our point, you damn near think like, yo, Kanye's data is worth way more than 30 mil. Like and that's not to slight 30 mil. You give me 30 mil right now, nigga. I'm done with life. I am living great, nigga. Thank you, God. But Kanye, the niggas that. He's made Adidas billions of dollars. He's he's estimated to make Gap billions later this year when he does his collab with them. Um, he made Nike billions. They just announced that they're going to re-release his Nike Yeezy shoe. And, and niggas literally lost their mind on the internet. Like, oh my God, they're coming back. Like Kanye's valuation has to be, at least for data analytics, in the upward hundreds of millions, you would think. For sure. So 30 million felt low 
because of what we know he's done for other brands and for other just businesses. Like he's gone out and literally it's again, kind of, you can hate him. It's the Kardashian effect. Like, yo, everything they touch do make money. It's gold, dog. That's the Kanye effect. Everything. Kanye well, Kanye, effect. but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like for people who don't understand it, it ain't, don't get me wrong. I definitely wasn't saying their effect was on yay. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's another like, it's just everything that motherfucker does. It's money behind it, dog. Like, yeah. And they probably hit the pitch like, well, you know, we've, we would never give anybody $30 million for like for a doc. You, yeah. you're, you're, this is four times. This is five times as much I'm, as we've ever. I'm given. sure the don't fuck with cats nigga didn't get 30 million. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, you know what I rewatched recently? And I'm like low key obsessed with, and I've rewatched every fucking documentary available already. But now I've like rewatched them like two or three times. Firefest, Firefest, never watched it. Oh Either my one, God, bro. The, the so Netflix I, or the um. So I I encourage you to watch them both because they were completely different. Uh-huh. Like they focused on different shit. But then recently I'm on a. Uh, damn, was it? I never watched that that one about the the the, the nigga sleeping with the whole family either. Oh, um, um, uh, I felt like I did since everybody t- told me about it. Hold on, man. Hold something on. about the Johnsons or some shit. No. <laughs> Pause. Um, no, that was some. That was no, a no, Twitter no. thing. No, no, no. I remember the Twitter thing. Something you about, about the Johnsons yeah, that made it over or? to Instagram. No, you're talking about a uh, Netflix doc about. Uh, not about crack. Every time I type something in Google, nigga, crack pops up. I swear to God, I gotta just stop looking up shit. Netflix doc about man in Utah. All right. I think that was God damn it. Not the murder among the Mormons doc. That's crazy. Fuck, I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out because that shit was crazy. That documentary was crazy. Never watched the Tiger King either. Tiger King was a waste of my time. And for all you niggas that hyped Tiger King up last year, I know we was at the beginning of COVID and y'all was bored and y'all just got hyped. That was one of the worst things I've ever watched. I got through life. maybe 1.5 episodes and it took me like four times to watch the first. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. This weak ass nigga. Abducted in plain sight. Oh, pardon me. Pardon me. This fake ass Diamond Dallas Page looking nigga. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't do it. Uh, I wait for him thing, to do the dog. diamond cutter and he just never did it. Y'all turned that nigga Joe Exotic into a fucking like like a, a person like y'all really like blew him up for that documentary was so bad to me dog nothing happened it was anticlimactic as fuck it was just pardon me white listeners i love y'all don't take offense to this and if you do i don't mean it offensively so my bad and still love you but it was just some trailer park shit bro it was some trailer park trash shit dog and as it, yo, you know what? Let me take back my uh, my white comment because I ain't even saying nothing about being white right there. Black people live in trailer parks too, so that's fuck out of here. There's a bunch um, of problems. Yeah, dog. Like it was just some trailer park trash shit, and that's all it was. Some backwoods Florida shit. It was a fight between niggas that got different fucking tiger parks. Like who knew they was gang banging and shit? A nigga lost an arm or some shit. Yeah, like, and that I, was like the the climax. It happened like toward the end of episode one or two. Yeah, and I'm then like, from there, what is this, shit? this nigga Joe Exotic running for president and shit. It was just like, what the fuck is going down, dog? So yeah. anyway. Man, uh, president, he in prison, yeah. He locked up right now. Uh, I, like, I don't know. Man. And he said they caused him to get divorced. Nigga had two husbands. It was like, what the fuck? Is well, come again. Oh, yeah, no, nah, that nigga was super gay. I think I, I think yeah. I knew that part, but two husbands, yeah. No, nah, Joe Exotic was marrying two niggas and then making them kiss. Like, all right, I'm y'all husbands, but y'all kiss. All nigga. Right, all right. Wild shit. Um, <laughs> let's talk about that understanding the assignment. shit Yeah, so before we get there, okay, did you hear about the Zola story finally coming? So, all right, come be honest, dog. Yeah. Come be honest. Well, see, let me say. Yeah, yeah. 
you weren't on Twitter. No, no, no. But I read that whole shit. I but, read the whole thing the day it happened. But it was different. I know it made Twitter yeah. lit. I know I'm in the very minority here. Yeah. But here's my thing. It was cap. It's a cap app. Twitter is the cap app. I don't think that it was, was a cap. creative person writing some fun shit. I don't think that's the that case, shit though. was full of shit. That story I, was that full was of here local fucking shit. It was that, still that, nigga even more full of shit. They buying Detroit be lying. All the way down to Florida where they be lying. No, no, I don't think that, that shit, shit was cap. That shit was cap well, as fuck. Whether she was 100% um, truthful in her storytelling, yeah. that shit happened, though. All I know is she told a good story, but the way niggas was hyped, that's one of the things that I never got on Twitter. Because, like, shit like that, I was so unentertained by that, dog. Like, I read well, you're, the not you're not entertained by a lot of That's shit. a fact, though. <laughs> I'm very, but I, I literally, I remember the day it was hype. I mean, this I was like 2015. Whole, yeah, this was prime social media this right here. This is before... There. Before you can do a Twitter story, yeah. you literally just had to. She put this thread together and it was like, this yeah. is one of the first major viral threads. Because like now, yeah. when you do a thread, it's threaded mm -hmm. where you can go through. It wasn't like that. No. So it was like it was it was fairly difficult for yeah. you to watch this story. And it was literally when we had 140 characters right now, it yeah. was like 280. So, yo, this it was, was hard to get off. It I appreciate time, the man. time she put in there. I know the shit was big on Twitter. I know I'm in a minority, but that shit was so unentertaining to me. But, however... I can't wait till this movie drops. I do want to see the movie because I think visually, that story, it was a creative fucking story. And I think that that will play out in a film very well. Did they give a, um, like a date or like a time frame? I watched a little, um, the trailer. Like mini trailer, but I, but yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm remembering because I looked at it on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Somebody had posted it in the uh, Facebook group, but I don't remember if it said like summer 2021 or anything yeah. like that, but, but I, it's coming though. I remember when that shit, they was like, oh man, y'all niggas should turn this into this and that. And then I remember- It's a like, hell of a story. And it was like, yeah, it, now it got picked up, but that was like five years ago, six years ago. That was ago, so long ago. ago, yeah. So I, I thought that was just one of them internet things like, yeah, yeah it got picked up, nigga. But, and then uh, you never hear from it again. I'm glad it's finally coming. Yeah. So we can, so the, the reason I like type, this type of shit, right, is because when you read in the story, you visualize mm -hmm. what the people look like, what the cars look like, what the hotel rooms and shit look like. Like when I listen to I Got a Story to Tell. I was literally about to say your whole point with it, Biggie. It look a certain way. Yep. So when you want to, I want to see it come to life and fruition and be like, yo, this, because when it matches what you, what you had in your brain, yeah. that's when you put that shit, it's, it goes to cult levels yeah. for some people. Well, I'm going to watch it because nine times out of ten, that shit coming right to fucking uh, streaming services. Shit. Oh, hell yeah. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it's 100% for the culture. That's And, yo, it was just it was a big Twitter moment. Everybody got excited when it got announced years ago. And this Everybody is when Twitter got was like, yeah. Twitter was started. Technically, Twitter started popping in like 09, right? Mm -hmm. 09. Well, it came into an existence in like 09, 2010. But like. 20 like twitter was at its prime yeah twitter was popping popping yeah like yeah and that's when i was at my like prime twitter like this would y'all be hype off speaking of a uh, cultural shit and i'm only bringing this up because i'm so mad at the name they picked that now i refuse to talk about this show when it comes out so abc announced a quote hip-hop drama called queens starring naturi norton which further let me know she won't be much of a presence on power <laughs> um brandy and eve and they're gonna be a part of a hip-hop group called you ready the nasty bitches 
No, I will I'm not straight. be reviewing that. I'm I will straight. not be reviewing that. Why they got to be the nasty bitches? Why well, they all 40 years old? And like, Brandy's character will be known as, well, her character's name is Naomi, known in the nasty bitches as explicit lyrics. Like, what are y'all trying to do? Though? Time out. Brandy is explicit lyrics. Time out. There is a, a young lady from Detroit, a rapper, mm-hmm. who name is Explicit Lyric. Mm. Um, I know her personally. Um, she was signed to Cat Williams, mm. actually, at one point. You can't use her name. Were they using it? Let me tell you. Was it lyric or lyrics? Lyric. See, they got lyrics. They they getting around, nigga. That's 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 not. She's not gonna. They be playing happy. with it. They playing with it. Well, she that's gonna, gonna be Brandy. She's not now gonna she, be hey, she better leave Brandy alone. I don't know. You better leave her alone. Hey, you don't know. Especially. I don't know if, if Brandy drive up. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know XL, but hey. Huh. So yeah, we won't be talking about nasty bitches or a queen or whatever the fuck that shit is called. I'm telling. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. I'm telling. All right, man. We got they like current rappers or they were like a, a, a group that used to be out because they all like forty plus. They old as fuck, um, and that's not a thing for female. I'm rap shocked groups. they even got Eve to come to America. Um, do do do. Highly anticipated drama. Oh, the nasty bitches who were sure that they would achieve mainstream success even following the group's breakup, but it didn't happen. So I guess that this is like post-group breakup. They all tried to go off on their own, and I'm guessing nobody made it. I don't fucking know, but I just feel like creativity was lacking on that nasty bitch's shit. I really wasn't a fan of that because it's just like, ugh, dog. Why y'all call them that? That's trash. All right, what else we got going on in the culture? Oh, yeah, that understanding the assignment shit. Let's talk about that for a minute. Man, I'm about to pull that up. So, apparently, did you see this on Twitter? Because I saw it on the gram. I saw it on the gram. Okay. Um, But apparently, on Twitter, black Twitter specifically, they were giving actors and actresses who, quote, understood the assignment their props. So, basically, yo, you came, you saw, you conquered in whatever film or, or TV show you was in. And the reason we bringing this shit up. We had a couple problems with some of the entries on here. Not the actors, but some yeah. of the well, eh, depending. Um, but some of the shit that they promoted. For instance, they say, yo, now if we want to talk about someone who understood the assignment and it's Queen Latifah, and the roles that they have picked out for her understanding the assignment are Cleo and set it off. Um Whatever her character's name was in Chicago, both classic iconic roles. I know she killed him. Um, I don't know this role in the top right corner. I'm not even gonna lie. But my issue was that they have a picture of her from the Equalizer TV show. That is not under nigga. ABC didn't understand the assignment or CBS. Whoever no, they, the fuck they still don't understand. Yeah, it. The no, assignment nigga. is missing. The nigga. assignment was to not hire Queen Latifah as the fucking Equalizer. Dog, <laughs> sorry, bro. Um, who else they got on here? They got Denzel. They got uh, Training Day, American Gangster, John Q, and The Equalizer. My nigga, John Q is probably the saddest movie ever. <laughs> like, as like in a good way. Like, yeah. how the fuck can you watch that shit and not cry? You don't have a soul. Like, John Q was just great acting, man. Come on, um, man. And shit, honestly, the Equalizer, he killed, bro. <laughs> like a, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, it was like, oh, I'm, shit, I'm, Denzel? Uh, make it a trilogy. Give me a part three. 
I've said it recently on one of these episodes of the pod, but I'm going to say it again. I rewatched Training Day in like the last couple months, and then I ended up watching it like four days in a row because I was like, I, I just watched, I bought Training Day recently, like yeah. within the last month or so, and um, I watched the whole movie because usually I just watched that last scene. Yeah, yeah. But I watched the whole movie. Denzel killed that, yeah. dog. Like, I used to be mad, the stereotypical, like, oh, why they give him the Oscar for the, the playing the angry, crooked cop and all that shit, whatever, whatever. Dog, that nigga played completely against type, and he killed it. He was believable as shit. That nigga was out of his fucking mind, dog. Um, here's one that I think they did get right. They got the Denzel right. Queen Latifah, we gonna leave uh, the equalizer off of that. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he, he definitely, he always My nigga understood. understands whatever assignment he's given, dog. Except one assignment. Which one? And I did not enjoy. It's over the weekend mm. on Saturday Night Live. Mm. Um, he I didn't, it's not, it's not that he did a bad job acting. I didn't like the PSA that they tried to do. Gotcha. Um, Damn, I should have, I should have, I should have loaded up that damn audio. Um, yo, I didn't like it. Mm. Like, you know, I missed uh, that one. Saturday Night Live is like, it's, it's you know they they far left leaning. Yeah, um, yeah. And everything it seems like, uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like how I tried to they tried to make black people look stupid. Um, like so it was a it was like yo a pro vaccine thing. They was like on like a Jeopardy type shit. Like yo, gotcha. I would give you. Um, five hundred dollars if you answer this correctly. I will take the vaccine. And it was like, no, that's not the. Right. <laughs> and then one was like, um, they made like all oh, they made it like they made the quote unquote black person the the hood nigga sound like stupid. No man, I ain't gonna take it because uh, yeah, like like don't it was put just too much. Don't put him in that. Dog. Yeah, don't put yeah, him in that. Not Daniel. Snatch he, him he out bigger of that. Than that. Don't do it. Don't do that. To right. Daniel. Well, when it's a Daniel role, but that he, my nigga understands the assignment. Yeah. That's a fact. Uh, they got Will Smith on here. They got um. Did, uh, well, well, let's wait. No, no, no. We about to go through the the films. So we got uh, what's the when nobody on Earth? It's just him. <laughs> God damn it! We just talked about this shit. We uh, was talking about Will Smith. What the fuck is the name of this movie? I keep wanting to say I wrote Man that's Alive not or not. No, not uh, Man Alive. That's <laughs> fucking, yeah, I don't know. Dizel. God damn it. Um, uh, hold on. No, we're not going to do this to Will. Damn. Uh, end of time or end of the world. Movie. No, that was, what the fuck is the name of this? I Am Legend. I Am Legend. God damn it. All right. Um. So, yeah, we got I Am Legend, which I've always said I think that nigga killed because you kept my attention for two hours and you was by yourself for an hour 50 minutes nigga that's crazy now i don't think about it they was going back and forth yeah with the flashbacks they did a yeah. very good job flashing back didn't realize till i watched this recently actually it was on tv and i didn't feel like finding a remote um that that was young willow that was his daughter in yep. there man them kids is talented dog like they really are you can i know they got kind of and his and his son was in that too well, no, the son wasn't in I Am Legend, was he? No, he was in Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, but I could have. Maybe that was. Maybe that was just was Willow then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willow just had to throw like Jaden did yeah. when he was little. But um, speaking of Pursuit of Happiness, they got that I, one there. I, one of my all-time faves. Man, I love that movie. So sometimes I think it will be cheating putting his kids in a movie <laughs> when you're trying to get the emotion of somebody yeah. leaving their kid and yeah. using your kid. But I think so. To the point of Pursuit of Happiness, nigga, Jaden killed. He yeah. killed. Not saying his kids because yeah, yeah, they killed. Yeah, yeah. He's he's done. What was the movie where they was they was also like the last niggas on Earth? That movie uh, that everybody killed. Um, he was like a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name. I remember the movie, but 
Everybody killed. Will Smith movies have not been that bad recently. I don't know what niggas been on. This then they got like, Aladdin. I didn't see Aladdin, so I'm going to just leave that at that. I didn't watch it. I watched Aladdin. Yeah, I didn't. Then they got, um, what's this in the bottom right? Is that Finding Nemo? Nemo okay, I didn't even realize he was a voice in Finding Nemo. So. Who knew? Hey, I'm a, hey, if y'all tell me he killed, he killed. He knew this. He understood the assignment for that. But Aladdin, I tell you, he, he Aladdin. definitely understood the assignment for uh, I Am Legend and, and Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness. That's a fact. Sure. All right. Now, here's where it got a little left for me. This me, Aunt Wood. I know this a lot of y'all girl, but I've been very vocal. I would love to hang out with her in real life. She seems cool as fuck. But as an actress, I ain't her biggest fan. Taraji. Taraji Henson. Seemed like she cool as shit. They got her baby boy performance on here. She understood that role. She understood baby boy. For she sure, played herself sure. and for she sure. did it well. Um, they got her as Cookie on here from uh, whatever the Fox Empire. show was, Empire. I hated it. Um, they got her on here from Benjamin Button, which I thought she did a phenomenal job in. She won a fucking Oscar for her, Best Supporting. She understood that. She understood that assignment. So I'll give her two out of four because this last one, fucking Acrimony. I never watched it. Fam, it's one of the most ridiculous Tyler Perry movies in the history of Tyler Perry movies. Did she act good in it? No. Not in my opinion. Niggas, I'll, I'll literally find you people who'll be like, yo, Taraji killed in an acrimony. I've never Nigga, watched I it. thought that she, she overacted her ass off. In but she movie. looked like the exact same person in... In all four of these motherfuckers. Well, no, in... the Two on the left. I mean, two on the right. So, uh, Empire and Acrimony. The, the picture they yeah. used, I didn't know what... Yeah. I thought the bottom one was Empire. The and bottom that, one is Empire. Top right is Acrimony. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to the point of why I didn't like uh, Empire and Acrimony, she overacted. Uh, like, I'm just not a big fan. Like, Taraji has very specific roles that I like her in, but when they, it's kind of like the the Kevin Hart thing. Like, when they have Kevin Hart in the movie, like, think like a man too. When they was just like, all right, fuck it, now it's just Kevin Hart, go do your thing, and we don't even care about the plots of the other people. When Kevin Hart wasn't even a part of the first one, he was a fucking D character in the first one. It's like, dog, you just kind of OD. And Taraji's one of them actresses. I feel like they just say, I right, go OD. Go be crazy. Go be wild. Go be Taraji. I don't like that. All right. Um, this one, some of y'all might know this dude. Some of y'all might not. Uh, they got Coleman Domingo. Yo, this nigga kills everything. Coleman made. Domingo is a fucking phenomenal actor. Um, they could have put him in... Um uh, uh, Birth of a Nation, yep. and I would have liked Fam, Birth of a Nation. They could have used uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. They could have used um um. What's the show on HBO right now? Uh, you Euphoria. They could have used. He on Euphoria. Yeah, he's uh Rue's sponsor oh, at the yeah, at yeah, the yeah, AAC. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the little you know how they were doing like the little one hour. He got the Jada Kiss voice. Yeah, he of does. acting. Where it's just, it hits every time. No matter what. No matter what he's saying, what he's delivering, that shit hit every time. And his time. facial expression always yeah. looked like... He killed Bill Street. This nigga kills everything, yeah, dog. He's he, a phenomenal actor. Yeah, yeah. He would have been great on The Wire. I want them to go back and find that nigga a role somewhere on The Wire. Yeah, he can be... I could see him playing the old gangster. Yeah. Excellent. He he could have killed The Wire, man. Coleman Domingo. He's so good, they ain't even use four screenshots from movies. They just grabbed four pictures of that nigga. Come like, on, this nigga look like... Uh, <laughs> Toby uh, <laughs> Inguayo in these pictures. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Here's another one I had an issue with. Lorenz Tate. All right. Lorenz Tate in, in Menace Society. Oh, that nigga understood, he understood that the fuck fucking up the assignment. Role. 
him in dead president. He understood the fuck out that assignment. Now, I know you didn't like why do fools fall in love. But he still understood the assignment. That motherfucker was he great. He understood the assignment. He I was like four, the movie. He was four and he was five different people. Fam. And he killed all of them. Yeah. He acted his ass off even when me not liking the film. Yeah. But here's where they dropped off. They got this nigga as Tate on power. No, my nigga. My nigga, he did not understand the assignment. <laughs> no, nigga. He ain't understand none of this assignment. Because I didn't dog. understand the assignment. Fam, I still don't understand the assignment to the point that they like, damn, we might need to get this nigga a show to make it make sense. Because yeah. why is he even getting a show? Y'all wasted him with the show he was on. Y'all fucking the power. 50. You fucking the run up on power, come nigga. On, you man. gotta come back to bed. We if you got, got four spinoffs, you could rock the whole year out, Damn. my nigga. Literally quarterly, give me ten episodes of each one of these spinoffs. Hell, give me eight if y'all can't film in COVID, dog. All right, Jamie Foxx. We got Ray. You understood, understood the, the fuck out the assignment. You wrote the wrong. Django. He understood the fuck out the assignment. He yeah. did. Annie. I didn't see Annie. Not this version of Annie with Jamie Foxx. So if he understood the assignment, I wouldn't know. I mean, hard. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know. What is this one on the bottom left? Is this uh uh Yo, Dream Fo Girls? I think that's Dream Girls, where he was like their manager or some shit on his bottom left. Yo, Whatever I, it is, I don't think he understood the assignment. Jamie I don't like Fox the face does that not nigga. remember when Dream Girls because I don't. I forgot the nigga was in a movie. Yeah, yeah, that nigga was like the manager or whatever. I don't like the face he making in that picture. So I'm gonna say <laughs> they like how to be a player too or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and then this last one we can ignore because Ving Rhames. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna give Ving Rhames uh, his props on the baby boy inclusion they got right here, and then that's it. I'm gonna leave Ving Rhames to fuck alone. They got Holiday Heart. You know what? Maybe he did understand the assignment as maybe, Holiday Heart. He understood it too, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he understood the fuck out of that role. And then I don't even know these bottom two if I'm keeping it 100. Uh, but he understood the assignment in fucking Pulp Fiction. I give him that. He killed that. For sure. So, all right, um, man. Y'all let us know some actors that y'all think really understood the fucking assignment. And let us know the projects y'all think they worked on that really gave y'all that feeling. If we disagree, I'm killing you on air. I just want you to know. I tell you, nigga, that we give him his props on here all the time. Who that? Uh, Esposito. Oh, uh, Giancarlo. Man, Giancarlo understands every motherfucking assignment <laughs> he's ever gotten, That dog. nigga gets it, dog. That nigga is amazing, dog. No matter, <laughs> like, he, he's gonna, he gets it, dog. No matter man. what, he gets it, dog. Yeah, dog. All right, we got a couple Blackberry letters oh, yeah, that yeah, I want to get to. Um, so I actually got one. Somebody text to me. Hold on. Let's, we got to get this shit right. Oh, yeah. Hold up. Because it's been a minute, I feel like. Y'all know the vibes. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. This week's Blackberry Letter is brought to you by Snowfall. <laughs> yeah, Snowfall. It could is is It may be being brought to you by a big brand. Soon. We Soon. come in. And we're going to be drunk. Talk about it. Um. All right. So this one did not come to the email. Again, if you got a BlackBerry letter, please send it to thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. But the homie texted me this and said, yo, we'd love to get y'all opinion. Subject, did I really ghost her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a recent discussion with a woman I once pursued to no avail. Two years later, she hopped in my inbox and stated that I ghosted her. I inquired, how you figure? Her response was that I stopped calling, checking in, and inviting her out on dates. 
my response was that I stopped pursuing her because she always said she was busy. And I took that as a hint to move on rather than keep badgering her about it and getting turned down. This is where it gets interesting. Her response, okay, I get it, but you should have spoken up. My response, I didn't feel the need to communicate my exit strategy to you. There is a level of self-awareness that's missing. You were nice, but not responsive or receptive to any of my invites. Therefore, I exercised my option to walk away. If you wanted more, you literally could have found me. My texts were right there. My invites were right there. All of this to ask, are women not aware when a guy is pursuing them? Are you all not aware that men have limits and will change our minds and bow out without saying a word if our actions aren't being reciprocated? I'm curious about the self-awareness here or lack thereof. By the way, feel free to rip me a new one if you think I was wrong, but I really can't see where I was wrong here. No, my nigga. Know your worth, King. Fam. I posted something on the internet today and I said, uh, you can't make someone love you by giving them more of what they already don't appreciate. Mm. Um, Are we getting in the bars? Say you you and that's not male and and or that's not male that's male and female. Yeah. If you are this great person and you give insert person here these things because you're trying to get them to be aware of you and, and and build loyalty or whatever, and they not doing it, you doing it more is not gonna help. Mm-hmm. Like so, if I keep asking you out on dates and you keep telling me no and you keep softly spinning me, yeah. Fam, how long? I got some self-respect over here. And here's the thing, man. You see the memes all the time. If a man wants you, he'll come get you. I can't forcefully come get you. If I want you and I make it clear that I want you, but you're still not letting me get to you, nigga, at a certain point, I'm going to take the hint and back off because, again, I can't just be like, Okay, she ain't respond when I asked her out on a date. Let me go up to her job with the flowers. Like, no, nigga, you a creep at a certain point. All right, so look. I felt like she was, what she was asking for is slightly either unrealistic or something yeah. I'm not willing to do. And yeah. I, I've this is a flaw of mine or whatever. Like, so once things been going on and everything been kind of vibing and like yeah. you're not picking up what I'm putting down, yeah. uh, you want me to debate you? Yeah, and like so. So he's supposed to tell her like, "Yo, you, you I asked you on you this day. I'm not doing that." Yo, man. here's proof that I pursued you. Come on, dog. And not then, not what's the response be? So I'm, uh, we gonna have an exchange. You can be like, "Oh, you're right. We should go out." Yeah, like, no, I don't she's literally that gonna look at that and be like, "Fam, you're doing too much." <laughs> I don't. I'm straight. Sorry, bro. Like it's just not gonna happen, man. And I. So again, there's discernment, right? As a man, it's our ability, and not everybody's capable of doing it. Not every situation makes it clear enough, but it's our ability to discern between if there's interest and maybe they, I hate the term hard to get, playing hard to get, but I'm going to use it because it fits. But if they're playing hard to get, but you still getting the vibes, getting the energy, like everything, but they just not folding right away, right? Well, sometimes it's not that, because there's definitely been times where, um, I may have been single. Well, I've been single, yeah, and kind of dealing have with something. You? <laughs> <laughs> but look, been dealing with somebody, yeah, and then somebody else approaches, and you really—I mean, you like them, and it, the flirt and all that shit there, but you really can't commit to that because yeah. you kind of you actively entertaining something thing, else. Yeah. So it's not like yo, I ain't, I'm not trying to lead you on and shit, yeah. but like I am trying to give my energy to something else, and that happens on both ends. So Facts. you may be you may be pursuing a woman and. 
decides like I know she feeling me. Yeah. But if she kind of wrapped up in something at the time. Yeah. This ball out. But so that that I know she feeling me because we won't always know if she wrapped up in something. A lot of times that's not communicated. So when you know, at least if you don't know nothing else, like, yeah, we go out like on occasion. I know she feeling me. I know when we kick it like it's a vibe. We be on the phone, whatever. If that's there, I'm not mad at a man continuing to pursue. Right. Because you have a little to like build on. That's still only going to a certain It's still going to go far or so far. Yeah. But that'll go further than you not being responsive or receptive at all. Because if I don't have shit to build on, nigga, I'm not explaining shit to you. Or, like, just be honest with niggas. Fam, just tell me. Only, here's the other thing, right? So you could say, oh, if a man wants you, he'll uh, he'll come get you. Fam, if a woman wants you, she'll literally do whatever you asking her to do with you. Like, she'll be down with it. Fam, and I don't say that, like, yo, she'll yeah. go do some wild shit. But Man, the power of like is yeah. so fucking real. Fam, if a woman you, likes you, yes, she will go run errands with you, bro. And you ain't got to ask three times. And nigga. when you like a woman, you going to do some shit that you don't fucking, you don't care about or that's not on your favorite list because you're not thinking of it like, man, I got to go to the fucking mall. Man. You're like, Yo, I really want to spend some time with her. Yeah. So, hell yeah, I go. Fam, Shorty just yeah. hit me earlier. I had to run around, um, the the African American organization that I'm in at work, like we have a a separate like affinity network for the black people who work in my agency, and um we're doing a summer outing, so we want to do something outside so we can stay social distance, all that, whatever. So I had to go earlier to look at some parks throughout the city just so we could see where we want to do it. And uh, when I was headed out, I hit Shorty like, "Yo, babe, I'm about to leave." Whoop whoop whoop. I was like, I had to put some lotion on, nigga. It's hot as hell. I threw the shorts on. She was like. Oh, do you got some SPF? I'm like, I ain't, a, I ain't an SPF type nigga. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that I'm, shit I'm means. I'm like, no, nah, nigga, what you talking about? Uh, uh, son, I'm, yeah. SPF? I'm not from South Philly. Yeah, what are you talking no, about? no. You talking about South Philly Freeway? <laughs> no, nigga, that's not what I do. And she was like, oh, we got to go to Sephora. And I was like, fam, that's how you got there? You just want to go to Sephora, nigga? Just say you want to go to Sephora. But when she said it, I was like, I guess we're going to fuck Sephora, dog. I got to get some SPF. I guess we got to go to Ohio to my favorite lotion place. Like, fam, like what? <laughs> when did you go and get lotion in Ohio? Like, and how, nigga? I get it in Ohio. Fam, they ask you as fuck in Ohio, but you got a favorite lotion spot out there. Like, that's what fellas do when they like a woman. We with whatever. And on the flip side, that's what I meant by the woman who likes a dude is with whatever. Yo, I'm about to run. It could be the most pointless shit in the world. Hey, I'm about to run to Target real quick. I'm going to pass Target. Come pick you up. Come back. Go to Target. Then we don't know each other that well for you to come back to my crib. So I'm going to take you back home. Hey, yo. Yo, I'm with it. You... I spend more gas when I like somebody oh my than God. I do what I love. Oh, my God. When you like a motherfucker, Fam. boy. Nigga, you with what that dog. I used to be in the middle of the workday, be like, yo, I feel like Shorty wants some Chick-fil-A, nigga. And it just <laughs> go to Chick-fil-A and run that to the crib with some flowers and some. Be and like, you like, know fam, what? what are you doing? Like, what you about to do? You want to go get an elephant ear from Cedar Point? <laughs> so, like, what? We about to, yeah, we're going to just drive to Sandusky. You know what I'm saying? Just because. Like, all right, my nigga. Yeah, dog. So all that to say, bro, you're not wrong. And you didn't ghost, man. You made a decision to stop pursuing. Man, you know I hate when chicks, like, uh, I mean, sometimes chicks know when they got the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? In a situation and shit. But, like, don't be, don't, don't try to game me, dog. Yeah. Like, Oh, you was over here and you ain't stopped. But like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. Nope. Oh, you, oh nope. I was at such. And you ain't bringing me. Oh, bitch, would you just stop? Because <laughs> I've been trying to get over here for a long time. And yo has done. No, nah, I'm straight. Don't game me. Dog. Um, I'm the spinner. Okay. Yeah, I, I spin. I don't get spun. <laughs> man. 
Um, all right. We got another Blackberry letter emailed to us this week in culturepod at gmail.com. COVID Blackberry letter. Mm-hmm. What's good, fellas? Came across this post on a New York Times article, and I thought the conversation would be relevant with everything going on. Looking forward to hearing your guys' perspective. Till next time, OGs. All right. My mom married a man 10 years ago and became a different person. She's still loving to us, but her politics changed drastically. Among other things, she's now adamantly opposed to vaccines. She married somebody white. That's what it sounds like. She married like staunch white Republican. That's what it's feeling like he going. Um, When my son was born a few years ago, it was a fight to have her get a flu shot before flying to visit us. Her husband refused and skipped our son's christening. Now we're arguing about the COVID vaccine. She wants to visit, but she and her husband refuse to take the vaccine. I told her until she does, she is not welcome to stay with us. She can't believe I'm keeping her grandchildren from her. Where do I go from here? I want my kids to have more than a FaceTime relationship with their grandmother. Um, you compromise. I mean, uh, that's, what, that's what you do in a relationship. Yeah. Um, whether that relationship is what uh, your yeah, significant yeah, familial or whatever. Yep. I mean, you compromise. Like, you can't. Like, what somebody chooses to do with their body is their choice. Yeah. Because you choose to do something different with your body. That doesn't mean that you can dictate what another person does with their body. Yeah. Um, whether that's a COVID vaccine, whether that's a a flu shot or whatever, like you can't, yeah. di- you don't, you don't own another person. Your mom's a grown up. She's a grown ass woman. She raised you. If her husband is the reason that she's now, you know, against all these things, so be it. That's her husband. Or if. If someone brings you information that you didn't know before yeah. and you click with it and you accept that, it is what it is. Yeah. Or again, if she just with her husband, this is who I live with. This is who I committed my life with. You're a grown up with kids. You live out the house now. You out of town. Like, fam, I raised you and you're living your best adult life right now. My decisions about my body or anything I do, body, finances, spirituality. He's been, he's been unreasonable. Now, if you said that your mother can't come without a COVID test. So that was my It'd suggestion. It'd be something different. But you're saying you can't come out the vaccine. She can't. Fam, you don't, you don't dictate fam, what I put in my fucking body. Ask her to get a COVID test within 48 hours of visiting. And as long as it's negative, because she'll have time before within the 48 hours to get the results back now. They're coming a lot quicker. As long as it's negative, come on. If it's positive, she can get the money back for the flight. Schedule a flight down the road. But you have to be willing to negotiate with her. Because if you want her to have a relationship with your kids... Because that's who you hurting. You're not hurting. You're hurting your kid. You're hurting your mom. You're hurting your mom and your kids. You're hurting your kids. Because when they, when they when they kids don't have a relationship with their with their grandmother, they're yeah. going to say why. Yeah. You're going to either A, make their grandma seem like a villain yeah. for not choosing them over what they're going to do with my yeah. body. Or like, fam, make them take a vaccine. I mean, take the uh, test. Yeah. Like, it's not like, that yo, hard. Get the COVID test. You don't need to put anything in your body if that's the concern. Because here's the thing. I get that. Yo, here's what we got to do real quick. Kind of an aside. Stop getting mad whether people do or don't take the vaccine. Like, I just, I want people to stop that. Like That's you, getting real weird. You, you, like, I understand people's reasons for taking it. I yep. understand people's reasons for not taking it. And yep. neither of them wrong. That's why we have free will and we live in yep. a society what gives you the option to do either or. Yep. You're not wrong for either one. Fam, everybody literally has a point on either side. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm going to take it because I'm around 
children. I'm around elders. Or I'm going to take it just to do my part. Whatever my part is in trying to get rid of this fucking wretched ass vaccine that's ruined our last year. I'm going to do that. For the people who don't want to take it, yo, I don't know enough about it. I'm not really a big fan of putting some shit in my body that was just created on a whim. And y'all telling me after six months, you got a fucking 100% like it works. And if it don't work, y'all don't. don't know. Well, they like, well... I mean, just here in Michigan, they say 250 people just tested positive after, after they, they got the vaccine. vaccine. Yep. Like three died. You want to feel better, mm -hmm. essentially. Like you want to feel better about your choice that you're doing the right thing yeah. for your child. And I understand that, yep. right? Because you want to put them at the best place possible. But just because you got the vaccine, it doesn't mean that, that you won't have COVID. Yeah. Actually, you'll probably be a little bit more free and loose after you take the vaccine, and you might be a little bit Which more... Which is how I think them 200-plus people, or at least a good majority of them, contracted COVID, because yeah. nobody ever said you get the vaccine, you'll never get COVID. Yeah. That's just not a thing. And if you like, thought that, you're wrong. So, like, I, I mean, it's it's a... It, Six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Yeah, yeah. Them don't not have a relationship with your child. Take a COVID test. If you're negative, then have fun with your fucking mom. Man, now, man. what it sounds like is you don't like her husband. Mm. And you don't like that your mother changed. You don't like that a grown woman who you don't know, other than a, other than a mother-son relationship, she a whole nother person. She had a whole mm -hmm. nother life before you got there, had a whole nother life until you was a teenager and you can understand what's going on and has a whole nother life now that you're an adult. Yeah. You can't dictate what your mom does, who she dates or whatnot. She knows better than you sometimes. Yep. Not in every single thing in life, but like yeah. you trusted your mom while you was growing up to give you advice. How about you give her the 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 grace to make her own decisions about who she want to be with? Here's the thing, man. Make sure you and your family are vaccinated since that's most important to you. And then make sure that, hey, mom, I do want you to have this relationship. I want to compromise. So I need you to take a COVID test within X amount of days before you come visit. As long as it's negative, we all good. And if she's not open to that, then I don't know. Continue thinking it out. But don't just be like, yo, she won't get the vaccine. So Niggas now it's FaceTime. So, so you don't leave out your fucking house? Because you be every fucking where. Man. I see niggas talking about... This and that, and you motherfuckers still t steadily taking trips. Man, you 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 had you had the brunch, you at the the bar, you had you doing all this shit, but then still telling me how serious COVID is. If it's that fucking serious, go sit yeah. your ass down and fuck somewhere. So here's here's the thing, right? Michigan, I'm angry, I ain't even cursing right. No, it's <laughs> sit the fuck with the fuck somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> they're gonna name it F. So sit <laughs> the fuck somewhere, okay? Um, no, but here in Michigan today, today. 8,000 cases, new cases of COVID. And yep, you can get on and you can argue and debate with your mama about uh, how many of those were actually COVID or if they were COVID adjacent or if a nigga got to the hospital with a heart attack and then they found out he had COVID while he was. You can argue the semantics all you want. But 8,000 cases, Michigan is leading the nation right now in new cases. We had 6,000 new ones yesterday. Pretty much, we run it out of people. See, my thing is also recently, I don't know. We're not about to go this COVID route. Look, man, let people make the decisions whether they want to do or not do. And it's not your job to fucking join. It is your responsibility to take care of your 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 new your child. So I respect that and I understand that. Um, have your mom do a COVID test. If she tests negative, then have at it. Have her come um, see your kids. It sounds like you're trying to make a, a, a political point or a statement. And uh, because you started off that letter or he started off that letter, whoever wrote that in, not wrote it in, but where it came from was like, 
yo, 10 years ago, my mama got married and her political views changed. What yeah. that got to do with the story, my nigga? Yeah. I, it's like whether that was a new position or old position, if she don't want to get it now, that's the issue. But you felt a need to say 10 years ago when she married this man, that's what your real that's issue is. that's the main is. issue. Facts. So you, you, you carrying it somewhere else because like the, the logical answer is nigga have her take a test. That's it. A rapid test. That's it. Fuck waiting 14 days. We're going to take a rapid test right now, get this shit back in an hour and know if I got it. Fam, have her take two. Boom. She can go to two different fucking test sites, nigga. But it's a way around getting your mom down there. I just want him to know that and be aware of it. Like your mom doesn't have to just completely walk away from her relationship. With her also, kids, just her because a nigga they ain't taking the vaccine don't mean they're not getting COVID tested. Yeah. And if you don't got it, then you don't fucking got it. Facts. And Facts. the test... I mean, the vaccine will not stop you from getting it. It will help you deal with it better. Yeah. So the whole idea, oh, you ain't got it. What does that mean? I can <laughs> I can still catch it. I'll just not die. And why do you care if I die or not? I don't know. They don't. Niggas don't. That's <laughs> the other part, right? Like, niggas really don't care if you die or not, for real. And and while I got it, I can still spread it, even though I got, vac I got a vaccine. Well, they're not sure if you can spread it or not when you got a vaccine. So... Come on, man. Um, all right. Do I got any more Blackberry letters? You know, we just be screenshotting shit. Question for the fellas. What's the male equivalent to buying a woman flowers? What's something simple and thoughtful that you've received or would like to receive from a woman who you're dating? Something she can get you just to let you know she was thinking about you. Uh, you want the nigga answer? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm about to give it a real answer. March be 14th. creative, nigga. How about that? No, be creative. Uh -oh. dog. March no. 14th. Here's what I'm saying. Be creative, nigga. Because no, I ain't finna get you to play. Dog. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out on your own. God damn it. I uh, know. Most recently it's been cologne, though. Cologne's um, a great gift. Um, Here's the thing about cologne, though. Everybody smells different with different colognes. Everything don't hit the same. What I wear might not work on Jay and vice versa. Yeah. Like, it's it's about pheromones. It's about your body and your fucking all that shit. So cologne's but, a great gift, but you got to know your dude. Yeah, but cologne's work. So if a woman's buying you, that shit work both ways. Because one, I appreciate that. You want me to smell good the whole nine yards. And this is probably something that you like. That you enjoy. So Facts. it's it, it's a gift for me and it's a gift for you, which by default makes it a gift for me. Because if yeah. you like how I smell, then you're going to be all on me. Yeah. So. You ever bought a girl some perfume that she liked, but you thought stank? Yes. Yeah, I long, 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 long time ago, like college age, I dated a girl. She liked this one perfume. I don't remember the name of it. I just remember like the base note was um like an apple, like a green apple or something. That shit smelled horrible you, to me, bro. Cologne is one thing, but like for me specifically, yeah. like it's candles. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying. If a woman don't know to buy you candles, she ain't really paying attention. Yeah, um, got to kick her out. And uh, I, I enjoy candles. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I do. So you buy me some candles. I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, you're paying attention, right? For me, it could be something like, all right, I'm super into sneakers. You, can, I've, I've literally... A girl bought me uh, some Air Jordans. I mean, some Air, some 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 ones. I'm I'm getting I'm I'm up in the ring. But okay? here's the thing: you don't even gotta buy. That's what I mean when I say get creative. You ain't gotta buy a nigga a parachute. Get that nigga one of them little uh, keychains that's like the Yeezy sneaker or some like that's hard and it's thoughtful yeah. and it won't cost you much. You bought me a, a t-shirt with a Jordan one on that bitch. That's hard. I'm I'm ring and who shopping. And like a good t-shirt? I'm re I'm ring shopping. I love a good t-shirt, dog. <laughs> 
I had to borrow a T-shirt that I gave Shorty back the other day when I was going to the gym. So I didn't have a T-shirt. And hey, you know that one shirt I bought, I said I really liked, that you took and never gave back? Yeah, can I see I'm that? And they're like, uh, because I was like, damn, I need a T-shirt before I head to the gym, dog. I don't want to go to Target or nothing. Tired, I want to sleep a little bit. She like, oh, I think I got a shirt. You know you got a goddamn shirt. Nigga. Give me one of my shirts. Man, if, you, if you ever in Target and you see a graphic tee that you like, buy three. Facts. You're never going to go in that bitch again and see and the see same it. shirt. No, especially like, if they have your size. Yeah. Get it right now. Because if you go to another Target, look for that size, you want a dummy mission. Man, I, I bought an Ice Cube shirt from there. Um, the one in Boys in the Hood. Yep. And I wanted to wear that bitch again yesterday, but I wanted like a fresh one though. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. I wore this like a week, week and a half. I want, I want like a brand new, fresh look. Yeah. Went to go buy that shit. That shit was not. <laughs> Ended up with a NASA shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even like NASA and shit. Like, but it matched the shoes, so fuck it. But buy that shit three times, my nigga. All right, I got some more shit. I'm just going through all my notes. We here now. Fuck it. All right, as a man. <laughs> I love when women start some questions as a man. <laughs> well, first off, is it a cisgender man? Or is it <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got to start it like as a cisgender no, as man a cisgender who identifies male. as a man who identifies with the same potty yeah. parts that he was born with and yeah. was open a to penis everything. forward. <laughs> who has a male penis? Because apparently there are female penises. Yeah, I've heard about them. I don't. I don't care to partake. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a man. If you provide for your wife, who's a stay-at-home mom with four little kids, 100%, do you feel your job is done when you get home because you pay all the bills? If, when you came home, your wife said she's tired and needs a break because she can't bathe or eat in peace, is she asking too much because taking care of the house and kids is her job? It's a good question. I don't hate that question. No, um, she's not wrong for asking for help when I get home. But no. that don't make me any less tired either. I, it's yeah. just sacrifice, nigga. I mean, everybody. So in those situations, um, when everybody has defined roles, whatever your role is, that's your role. Um, and sometimes people need help with their role. Facts. I may need help. Um, like, yo, I got a, a really big project. What do you think about this? And then she may give us some input or whatever. Hey, could you run to the store, make some copy? I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, that's your wife, man. That's your life partner. Y'all in this shit together and y'all raising kids. Um, each of those jobs are equal. Yeah. Um, one may bring in more money, but the other one saves more money. And like they're, they're important. Um, I think these be like very, very extreme circumstances. 100%. And, they, and they seem like, yo, this is it every single day. Like, um, no, if your wife needs help or she's tired, she probably tired. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just how you... You take a vacation from your job. She works a job where she technically doesn't get a vacation day. 24 hours a day you know is she I mean? at home with them kids, man. Um, Especially if you think over the last year, let's make it relevant. A lot of the stay-at-home mothers have now become teachers. In addition to all of the other responsibilities they had being at home, now they're having to I'm monitor like, the online classes. Like a teacher's aide. Yeah, <laughs> but they they working. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of motherfuckers just found out their kids ain't that smart. Yeah. And they need a little bit more help than what you could pick up on the parent teacher conference. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you realize that little nigga don't know math. You realize that your kid is the actual problem. Ooh. Ooh. But I read a a tweet from a woman. We not parents though. So. Uh she was like, yo, they put my kid in virtual detention. Uh, Zoom detention. What the fuck is that? Uh and Apparently that um she the kid um okay. is in, in 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 Zoom detention okay. because she says she receives some emails or whatever um that the kid doesn't pay attention in school 
um, logs off from Zoom, plays video games on the, on the computer or whatever, and just doesn't participate sometimes. Um, the kid's in fourth grade doing virtual learning. And um, she was upset because, hey, I'm not putting my kid in virtual detention because it's, it's stupid. It's not happening, um, bro. But apparently, while you're in Zoom detention, you're, sp- you're speaking with a counselor about why you were in virtual detention and what you were doing or whatever. So it's not like you sitting <laughs> looking at a chalkboard or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then she was like, but I got to get off of, um, I got to get off Twitter because I actually got to go per- for my class because I'm a teacher. Um, but to wrap this up, I'm not sending my kid to Zoom detention. And I thought like, well, you're a teacher. How do you discipline your students yeah and if you've been receiving um emails and notification that your kid is not paying attention in class and everything like that well maybe for a four four year old um what you what the fourth grade is what seven eight eight years old ish yeah maybe this is not the best for you yeah before the child and um i get it People want to like y'all want to protect my kids and from for COVID the whole nine yards, but maybe in classroom learning is best for you. Yeah, um, um, children have been receiving COVID, right? Yep. Um, but they got mild symptoms, and they like in real life they're not in no risk of dying. Like if we, they just they just not right. Ninety eight point something percent of adults are not. Yeah, but that's the decision that you got to make. Yeah. So do I make this long? Because like. What's the study they like after the fourth grade, you basically learning everything. You stop learning after the fourth grade and everything is like a higher version of the same shit you was learning. Mm. Um, I butchered that quote, but literally um, that's what it is. But like what, what I'm not a parent, so I don't fucking know yeah, no how you make the decision. I do know people who close to me who've had their children in school all fucking year and they've not died. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I just don't know. But like, as a teacher yeah. who does virtual learning, how how do you discipline a child? Gotta get them niggas a virus or some shit. Send them niggas <laughs> some bullshit on it. And like, if your kid is acting up in school, yeah. you want to be notified. And well, how do you address it? Yeah. Do you tell your kid like, look, I get it. It's not. And shit, maybe um, as the teacher, maybe they say like, yo, I need you to sit in for 20 minutes at the at the top of the class. You know what I'm saying? Like some, I need you online too. Like I need both of y'all on camera online so I can make sure that you there monitoring. Cause I can't monitor their behavior virtually. I just can't. And that whole online detention, that's never gonna be a thing. Bro. So listen, man, I follow a teacher. Okay. Online. And every time they talk about schools, children going back to schools, she'd be upset. I can't believe y'all taking the children back to schools. Yeah. She's on her fourth vacation. Um, since the went since the since the yeah. weather broke, yeah. Like from how 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 is it both ways? How do you how do you think COVID is so real and you keep getting on planes and going places? What's funny? Like, is it real or is it not real? It's it's the dilemma of the people who won't stop traveling, won't stop going outside, won't stop being around 30, 40, 50 people, won't wear masks, won't do that, but then be like. Nigga, I ain't getting the vaccine. Well, goddamn, dog. If they telling you, yo, we can open all this shit up if niggas get the vaccine or you can move around casually if you get the vaccine and then you like, nope. Yeah, but then you to, won't adhere to nothing else. Like, goddamn, nigga, help me help you. I'm about to say something. It's going to get me canceled. Fuck it. We out here. But uh, I talked to somebody who I trust and I respect and she agreed with me. So I'm yeah. saying anyway. Fuck it. Um, young, popular black women. You niggas are the super spreaders. Okay. <laughs> it's y'all. 
It's y'all. Like the super popular. Man. Like y'all don't never slow the fuck down. Y'all in Cancun. Y'all yep. in Tulum. Y'all in Florida. Y'all in Miami. Y'all at every birthday event. Y'all at every um oh girl um hall out here on on, on Northwestern and shit. Like y'all oh. every Nigga, they at Parit Gallery. They I'm, at. Uh, I'm saying, like, all y'all always out everywhere. They at the selfie museum, nigga. And then y'all would say, y'all got COVID. Oh, y'all, man, it's COVID really fucking me up. Like, y'all are the super spreaders. Y'all, y'all yeah. around everybody. Y'all around the niggas. Y'all around the women. But not just the super popular ones. Like, y'all yeah. are the super spreaders. Yeah. It'll huh. be it'll if y'all stop going out, we'll get over it. Man, especially here in Michigan, dog. That's all I can talk about here. That's yeah. Um, because here's the thing, niggas be like, "Oh, well, if it's so bad, why Atlanta don't have it more?" Nigga, I don't know. You find it because they're not on top of each other. And I've also heard, you look at their test numbers; they're not testing as much as New York and um, Michigan. Because Atlanta is filled with a bunch of niggas who not from Atlanta, and they're also <laughs> filled with a bunch of extreme red state people who are like, "Nigga, I'm still on the Trump wave. What is COVID?" That ain't nothing. Or like niggas ain't testing. Or they just not doing dumb shit. Like no, nah, like, they doing some dumb shit. Like man. we doing though. Yeah. In Atlanta, nigga, we know who in Atlanta. It but ain't we, it ain't the white folks who out there partying like that. It's us. And traveling from all over the fucking country to go there and then come right back. A lot of times when Atlanta's numbers have spiked over the last year, it's because we ran to Atlanta. And we took all them positive tests right down to Atlanta. We we probably were the Niggas outside of Atlanta is responsible for Atlanta numbers because y'all keep giving it to the residents who work at those establishments. How do you feel about potential um, international travel vaccine requirements? You want to go overseas, you want to travel abroad, you got to show a vaccine card. Um, I don't understand it. It don't make sense to me. Here's why I'm not mad at it, because there are already several countries that require certain vaccinations but if you go if you go over there and you still got to get covid tested mm -hmm. so if you take a covid test and fail it don't fucking matter if i had a vaccine passport or not you, uh, it doesn't mean that you can't get when you yeah. go somewhere else they're going to test you yeah but so, like if you go to africa you got to get a malaria shot and your flu vaccine and all that and that don't mean you can't go over there and contract malaria yeah but i'm like so let's say we go i go to insert country here right yeah and i got my covid vaccine thing i can still contract covid facts so i'm still gonna have to take a test yeah a covid test and if i fail the covid test i'm gonna have to stay there in quarantine for 14 days yep that's whether i have a vaccine passport or not yeah so what's the point of the vaccine passport if i'm still gonna get tested and the results of that test is gonna determine if i can come back or not like what does the passport do exactly whatever the fucking other countries like Brazil, Africa, a couple other countries that require whatever they get from their vaccine. That's how I look at that. Like, just, that's why I'm like, it's a peace of mind, but it don't change nothing because you still getting tested. Facts. If you you not coming through this bitch without getting a test. But I'm also not fucking like for the niggas. It's like, no, I would never do that shit. It's like, nigga. But look, depending on where you want to go, you literally would have to right now. They may, they talking about doing it for domestic shit, right? Yeah. yeah. So this yep. my issue then. Okay, fine. Fuck it. We want to do this, but you are up in arms and you think that we doing voter suppression because I want you to show your ID to vote? You want me to show my fucking ID to go anywhere in the fucking country across the... I gotta show an ID, but when it comes to voting, if you say 
Yo, you got to show your ID. Nigga, this is voter suppression. White yeah. people don't want black people to vote. Like, which one is it? They even made me show ID to get inside of Sam's Club. I'm saying. You feel me? It can't be both, though. It can't be, yo, I'm pro yeah. vaccine, passport to go anywhere. And But if you ask me for my ID to go vote, oh, my nigga, you doing a, it's a travesty. And this is you, you you trying to stop black people from voting because this is our pro Like, which one is it? Yeah. It can't be both. Like, I don't fucking mind if you have to show your ID to vote. I yeah. think you should because. Nigga, I literally do because they confuse me and my dad every time. But that's, but like, the fake outrage is from, I just don't. Yeah. I don't but that's it. my thing, man. I, I feel like what COVID's done, if nothing else, it's like people have to make a choice. Like, I am okay with them saying in order for you to travel, you have to show um, a, a COVID test. Yeah, but you remember they were talking about that early before we knew anything about it. We barely had tests available when they were discussing it, but niggas had a problem with that. And I'm just like, y'all can't find an issue with everything. I'm okay if you say in order for me to travel to this state, yeah. I have to have a COVID test in, in this particular time. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But you, you, I don't, I'm not okay with you making me or making my life more difficult because I refuse to put a vaccine inside my body. Yeah. Now you should make it um, I need to prove that I don't have the virus to move, but we know that that's not what the vaccine does. Yeah. If it's the test here, your little passport shit says, yo, my test, I've been took a test. It's good for yep. the next, I don't know, three days or whatever. Yeah. Cool. And wherever I get to my destination, you probably gonna have to take one to come back. What you going to do with a passport or not? Um, I just want to make some of this shit common sense. And yeah. right now it's emotional and not, it don't, it's not logical. Like I get it. The idea of, yo, you took a COVID vaccine. So that means you straight, but it, it literally doesn't mean that if it uh, meant that you were straight. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But it don't mean that. No, nah. they're literally doing their, their job to emphasize a, that don't mean you can't get it, but you have a better chance of not contracting it. And, you have a better chance of not having severe symptoms. Totally with both of that. Because here's the thing. I don't want to contract it. And yeah. I don't want to have bad symptoms if I contract it. Even though there's a 98.5, 98.7% chance that if I received it, then I would like survive it and make it out and all other shit. Uh, I don't want the shit. At all. <laughs> at all. I didn't want the fucking headache I had for 24 hours on nigga. Friday. You know what I'm saying? I would avoid that shit like the fucking plague. Yeah. But... Well, I ain't got no migraine vaccine, nigga. I'm saying. Give me that. Well, I heard Botox works. <sighs> that shit. All right, we got a couple voice notes, and then we're going to get the fuck up out of here. Um, this one's from the homie Rob Silva. It's a concrete cowboy voice note. Again, I have not watched it yet. Rob J might need to take this, depending on where you go. But spoiler alert for anybody who haven't seen Concrete Cowboy, you might want to mute it right here. I just loved Concrete Cowboy. The acting was tremendous. The writing and directing was tremendous. And um, I want to shout out and give flowers to Idris Elba because in every movie, he, he captures his character and he never overacts. You watch him on the screen and he's just flawless. Tremendous actor in everything he does. And one thing I love about him, fellas, is that in one instance he could do a marvel film and the next instance he could do a neighborhood movie and just transition with no problem whatsoever looking forward to hearing your guys thoughts on this movie talk to y'all later rob silver always appreciate it yo um 
Idris Elba is a really good actor. Um, I do want to see him in some different type of roles. Yeah. Not that he he's like bad at picking or whatever. Yeah. I, I do want to see him in different type of roles and more visible roles so he can get his um because like the ladies love him and all the other shit. For sure. I want him to get his respect due for his acting chops yeah. because he is like to 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 Rob's point, he is a really good actor. He is. Um, um I fucking hate them fucking dreads in the Marvel movies though. He's in Yeah, that wasn't good. That I, wasn't I don't, a good wig choice. They should have not get well why did they get this nigga dreads? Honestly Outside of them dreads, thinking to whichever one of them Fast and the Furiouses he was in. He was in the Fast and the Furious? He was in the one that was with The Rock and Jason Statham that yeah, like Tyrese fair. was mad at. I'm fairly sure I did. I talked um, about it. But he was the bad guy in that. And he was whooping The Rock and Jason Statham ass. And it was like, I kind of liked him in that action bad guy role. Wasn't he in that, um, what's the name of that fucking movie? Um, it was like some robots that was fighting and shit. Um... With uh, with uh, it was like some space. You talking about with um, with Wolverine? He was in a robot ass movie. Let me uh, Google this nigga and shit. That movie was fucking good, dog. The robot shit or a Concrete Cowboy? Uh, both. Okay. Um, okay. But that robot shit, it was uh, I, I gotta look at this nigga filmography. It was gonna, it's gonna trip me. Pacific up. Rim. Yes, Pacific. Got Rim. you. No, Got that you. shit was fucking amazing. That shit was great. Forgot about this Beast of No Nation. That nigga was firing that. It was a Netflix original, dog. Crazy. It was about um 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 um. It was like civil war in Africa and shit. Like oh, when he played like a like a crazy like dictator or like a warlord or some shit. Oh, I think I yeah. do remember that. He killed that movie, dog. Like again, I like when characters like Idris. I did when they go against type. I really like that. I couldn't get into that tower movie. Tower Heist or yeah. Tower uh Dark Tower. Yeah, Dark I, Tower. I, I couldn't get. Into yeah, that, that wasn't great. Um. We got Suicide Squad coming up. Luther, he was phenomenal. Did you watch Luther? I don't know what that is. Luther was his like BBC show. Um, oh, no, I didn't. that was like he had like years. That shit was on for damn near a decade. I don't, I don't know what this makes me. Um, make me like uh, American elitist or some shit. I'm not interested in like um a lot of shows with like the whole show is British. Actors. Yeah. That shit is. I'm not mad at that, but I will say, give Luther was good as fuck. He's like a like a fucked up detective. Is dark, is gritty. Like Luther was fire, and he had again damn near ten seasons of the shit. Mm. Like Luther was fire. No, I don't. I don't remember. Um. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, Rob, to your point, Idris Elba, great. Would love to Shout see him to, continue uh, being in shit. Young dogs from uh, from Stranger Things Stranger and Things from uh, and, uh, when they see us. when they see us. Yep. Um, did a really good job in this. Movie. Jarrell Jerome and. Uh, and after the movie was over, I started researching these concrete cowboys out in Philadelphia. Yeah. And I realized that Caleb McLaughlin, um, everybody else that was in the movie is actually from Philly in the actual cowboy. Yeah. Cowgirl. Like I, I thought they was just actors. Yeah. And no, they was they was real people, which made it, the movie even doper because they bodied those roles. I did yeah. not know that these were just people. Yeah. Who. It gives it an authenticity, though. Right. Like yeah. the wire again, grabbing random people from around Phil or Baltimore bring some authenticity to this road. Yeah. And I started Googling, I mean, YouTubing, um, like urban cowboys. And I've, I realized that there's a, some Compton cowboys mm. um, and they all over everywhere. 
Yeah. Um. Last week, randomly, I saw a picture of a, a some chick in the city riding a cowboy. I mean, riding a uh, horse, and it was like like only on the east side. I'm a, I know it's some east side cowboys for sure. Like I've seen them over the years. Cause I I, yeah. I, be, I be wondering like where the fuck these horses yeah. be? Like where do I, niggas be? I know that that's a thing on the east. I don't know like what their like official moniker is or yeah. name or whatever. But I know on the east side is some is some cowboys over there. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, not and at I, all. I don't know that. Um, I was just aware. Yeah. that this was a thing. Um, I guess you I, ne- I never thought about it because horses niggas be on horses but I never thought like where do these fucking horses go um, yeah so um, yeah we got another voice note I'm gonna play real quick before we get up out of here this came in a day after we recorded it was about snowfall yes the I person that it. sent yep, it yep. they said yo I hope I ain't too late you was severely late we was out of the studio like a mug but I do want to make sure we get I think this we off was, I think we may have still been here but it was we was like well we into the, the second end, yeah. I didn't look at it until the next day got you and what Jay Johnson was happening man is Bucky man my nigga I'll talk. this is a hell of oh, a episode this man this is a solid episode for me Melody Cool's not gonna fuck with it though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so y'all be on the lookout for a think piece. Five reasons why last night's episode of Snowfall was problematic and shit. <laughs> but hey, Saints the villain, man. This is the episode where Saints the villain. He's the villain for me. I can't root for him. He's irredeemable. He pistol whipped his pop when his pop was saying some righteous shit. I don't, I don't like that man. He's a sucker. I look at him like Tariq St. Patrick. Speaking of the St. Patrick's, I don't like how Sissy's flip-flopping. She's Tasha St. Patrick now. Last season, she was a righteous woman. Remember, that's my motherfucking son. Hey, Unk was active tonight, man. Unk put up a quiet little double-double. He showed OG gangsterism with the Tookie nigga. Gangsterism from Unk. Gangsterism from Peaches. Gangsterism from Teddy. Is Teddy in too deep like Makai Fife? Hey, man, if I know anything about Snowfall, episode eight is when... It goes down, bro. So, I mean, somebody we love is going to go to the crossroads. You know what I'm saying? Somebody we love, too. Somebody got to die. Hey, man, don't change shit. Keep the humor. And ain't nobody going to cancel y'all, man. Y'all culture, man. Why? Yo. Shout out. Salute to the homie Bucky DeLarge, man. One of the OGs of this week in culture. He was in the group early. Always came through with poignant statements. Yeah. It didn't matter what we was reviewing. He always had a wild take that we could. What uh, was the lie? The the Percy. The Percy. <laughs> nigga, I just, gangsterism just became the yeah, fucking name of this episode, nigga. It. You already knew what we was on, man. Somebody, Bucky, else, man. Sent, somebody else sent a, um, uh, a voice note last week from Snowfall. Okay. Uh, it came through like at 1217 a.m. I'm in the wrong this email box. I got way too many emails on my phone. Yeah, facts. Oh, Black Bleach. That was that one. Oh, that, that was, was that Bucky, one? yeah. Oh, yep. Cause yeah. I never listened to it. I just saw it. Okay. Yeah, I just downloaded it. That was that one, man. Uh, Bucky, Rob, Silver, man. We appreciate both of y'all. Um, final thoughts, man. Jay, what you watching right now, bro? Uh, uh, I. <laughs> this is us, man. Why the fuck is? Yeah, this I heard man? they. I heard they fooling. Like why? I heard this, they in they bag. Why is this is us so fucking good? I heard they in they bag, man. Uh, I don't know why that's so good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um. This week, uh, I did watch that white boy Rick. Most of it, yeah. I watched uh, Concrete Cowboys. Um, I've got caught up on The Walking Dead. Okay, I didn't realize that the season ten ended last Sunday. Yep. I um, mean, there's actually a season eleven, uh, which is the final season. I thought this. I thought this, this was season it. was the yeah. final season, but um, they did the Negan um 
uh, story. Uh, his background, yeah, yeah. the saddest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. I got to get like, caught up. I might be four episodes back. Yo, um, I, when I when I actually started, I caught up and like, yo, I'm not mad at this season. Yeah, like all these episodes were good. Like they were the, good. The first episode was you know some Walking Dead shit, but the rest of them, yo, these were legitimately good episodes. That's what's up. Um. Yeah, they were. Um, but I think that's that's pretty much it for this week, though, man. I'm watching a lot of like wild shit right now. It's not cultural. It's just me and my fucking murdery weird what the fuck bag. Um, on Peacock, they have a phenomenal documentary that I'm in the middle of um, about serial murderer John Wayne Gacy. Mm. It's called Devil in Disguise. Uh, if you're not familiar with John Wayne Gacy, he was a successful millionaire living in the suburbs of Illinois um, or suburbs of Chicago. Pardon me. And um, he had just gotten out of prison for some freaky wild shit with a, a little boy. And then they let him out early on some political shit. He had 10 years. He got out in 18 months and then he moved to fucking Chicago and he went out there, started a business, became successful as fuck and started killing teenage boys all over the area. Um, they found 33 bodies under his house, under his driveway. That's 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 that's, that's come on. man. 33 bodies. He's still alive. No, no, no. He got a they uh, lethal injection in like 93, 94. You know, um. The death penalty doesn't work in this country because they don't kill people fast enough. No, not at all. Um, you want to know why? Because he went to prison in 78. Yeah. He didn't get killed till 93. I have no idea why. You, well, I do have an idea, but. Niggas appeal. Some niggas get off. We know that. The appellate process is trash. We know um, that. You know, so if, if you, nigga, if you don't stop, I'm going to kill you in 20 years. <laughs> nigga, what? Yeah. I found a way to get out there. I found a way to beat this shit in 20 years. Facts. Um, I do want to say, what? so what have I been watching? Last Chance University. I'm, I don't know if we talked about that yeah, last. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week. I'm on episode six now. Okay. So I'm I'm floating. Like, yeah. I'm in there. Now, I when we brought it up last week, I was only on the first episode. I'm six deep. That shit's great, man. Uh, next week, um, Dad Stop Embarrassing Me comes out. Jamie Foxx, uh, new Fox, show, new Netflix. Show. I hope it lasts. Same. I, I saw the, the 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 previews and I was like, yeah. Um, I want to talk about this though, which is coming next week as well. Okay. Oh, we're actually coming on Friday, actually. Them. Uh, two distant strangers. Mm, okay. I saw some think pieces online about this. Okay. This is the one with um. Uh, what's rapper nigga name? Um. I can't think of this nigga name. My man, my, my short term memory is horrible. But he's coming out. He he hooked up on a one night stand. He's coming out to he's coming out the crib and he bump into a police and a police officer kill him. Oh, with uh, Joey Badass. Joey Badass. Joey Badass. And yeah. they kept re reliving this point. Yeah. Um. And then people was like, "Listen, um, I'm tired of this black trauma shit. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see this black man die 50, 60, 70 times and shit like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's some parts of this shit that look a little bit cringy and shit, but this is also the, it, it seems like the same episode that um, Damson Idris and um, Sanaa Lathan was in, in that uh, first episode of the Twilight Zone, the, Twilight Zone, yeah. the Jordan Peele version yep. of shit. Um, so I'm interested to see once it comes out, I'm going to give it a watch and, and see um, what kind of reception it gets and see what they do with this. Is Golden Globe nominated for Best Short. Um, it's also a 
really strong early contender for a short Oscar nomination as well. So starring uh, Joey Badass, executive produced by Diddy. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about it. To your point, you know my feelings. I get people who are like, damn, I can't see any more black trauma. But I'm one of them people that's like, yo, this is also black art. Um, and if, if our creatives are going out and they're making this shit, I'm not going to hide from it. If it if it don't work for you, I totally understand it. But for me, I'm gonna support it because shit, man, it don't make it any less real for us. Yeah. And if if we stop making it at all, then y'all gonna be crying about how come no one tells us. We don't never tell that story. Because guess what we weren't telling back in the day for a long time up until Roots. We weren't telling the real story of slaves and slavery in that life. And that's why you might have gotten that little uptick with certain movies in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, early 2000s. Because nigga, these stories weren't being told because they didn't give a fuck. And my nigga, I'll I'll be 39. Facts. um, Next Friday or next year, next Friday, 16th. Yeah. Um, Roots came out when I was a fucking child. Facts. Like. It was, it looked old when I saw it. Yeah, you think the niggas who born in the two thousands are trying to go watch something that was made in the eighties in four by three V eight? It's not, it's not realistic, like, man. Fam, you can't again, dude. It's you can't make the history disappear. Um, it's it's not smart. We can't complain about shit like yo, they don't teach this in our schools, but then get mad at the platforms that do try to show some of this. You shit. also can't get mad that yo, they don't got no color pictures of Martin Luther King and, and, and such and such and you want people to still watch the movies that we watched in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. It no, gotta be updated. You gotta let these folks recreate um, these types of movies to to get these themes up to date, to get the visuals um, captive or make the visuals captive, captivating enough for uh, younger audiences to continue to learn the shit that we learned when we was younger, man. Um, something else that comes out this Friday it's currently sitting at a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is great because uh, the early releases started coming out about two weeks ago. Them, um, executive produced by Lena Waithe and Little Marvin, created by Little Marvin. Um, it's an upcoming American horror drama streaming anthology that'll be on Amazon Prime. It comes out this Friday, April 9th. I hope that they release all episodes because I would love to like sit and really watch this. I don't know. I'm not as familiar with new like prime video shows. So I don't know if they do them like on a weekly or if they drop the whole thing like uh, Netflix would do. But I'm hoping that they release all however many episodes of this because I do want to see it. I'm on a fence with, with, with everything being released at the same time. Yeah. Like it works for me and my schedule. But like I don't know that this is good for content. Oh, it's it's not great for everything, but I do feel like there are some shows that just work better in a bubble. Um, and because like, I don't want what I've imp- seen looks like it would work best in a bubble. Like I don't like need this to be episodic. When like I don't want everybody creative content to be encapsulated. Oh, we're gonna talk about this shit for three weeks and it's over. Yeah, and like it's never talked about it again. Yeah. Yep. you know what I mean. Um, some things is I. I'm all cool with appointment TV for certain things. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if everything. I'll be on the fence. And and again, like I said, it depends on the show. Like for a show like Lovecraft, for instance, we was there every week. I couldn't wait till the next yeah. week. And yep, I would have loved to have had all of them. And some of it, and depending if it's really dense content, like you're doing yourself a disservice if you give By everybody just powering through. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. And again, based on the previews and the trailers for them. Obviously, everybody's made their like, oh, it looks like Lovecraft. It looks like Us by Jordan Peele. Like, it has a lot of elements from these different, like, recent African-American starring 
horror-based films and television shows, but um, I am hoping that we get the level of depth that us and that Lovecraft gave us. Like, y'all don't have to make it confusing and weird necessarily. Like, I still want it to be, like, palatable, but... I, I want some depth. Like, I don't want it to just be like crazy for the sake of being crazy. Like, tell me a story, man. So also, looking got, forward to uh, Anthony Mackie got a new um, joint dropping on Netflix on April the 16th called Facts. Synchronic. Um, two paramedics and exp dealing with some depths on this new drug. And on the 18th, King of Harlem is back. Facts. And it's called the King of Harlem? Yep. Godfather Harlem. Godfather Harlem. Uh, April 18th, yeah. Bumpy is back on Epics, Epics, I don't know how you pronounce Epic. that, um, but yes, Godfather of Harlem is back April 18th, so get ready, it's coming, Bumpy is back, very interested in that, you still got a nice amount of time to go get caught up, there's a show on BT Plus that I saved, but I hadn't started watching, but I heard it was actually kind of funny, it's about, it's called Lamert Park, and it's about um, three friends in a South LA Lamert Park house. It's an in-your-face modern age comedy. That's all this thing says. But I heard it was actually pretty funny. Somebody sent it to me on uh the gram. So yeah, want to check that out? It's on BET Plus Lamert Park. Just trying to get y'all this content, dog. Um, oh, and then for a movie suggestion, well, actually, a TV show and a movie suggestion. Neither one of these are cultural, but they're just entertaining as fuck. Uh, it's a show on Amazon Prime. If you haven't already watched it, it's called Tell Me Your Secrets. It is layered on layered on layered. Ten episodes. It's phenomenal. I enjoyed the hell of it or hell out of it. Um, it was really good. Super entertaining. It's a drama. It's a thriller. It kind of gets creepy. It's kind of some murder shit. It's a whole bunch of different stuff going on. Tell Me Your Secrets on Prime Video. And then there's a movie on Prime that actually came to the theater last summer, and I saw it at the drive-in, but it's now available to stream with your Prime subscription. It's called Unhinged with Russell Crowe. It's good as fuck. Literally the first 30 seconds into this movie, that nigga Russell Crowe lost his goddamn mind. He was out of shit. It's available on Prime Video. Unhinged. Go check that out. All right. We're going to get up out of here in this on this last one because we got 15 minutes for this damn show start. Better um, I sent you this, and I put it in the, uh, the group on Facebook. Um, and it says unpopular opinion that no one asks for. All right. Lakeith Stanfield has yes. terrible range as an actor. He's as great as Darius in Atlanta, but outside of that, the only time he's quote unquote good are when the story doesn't rely on his delivery. And yet, because he's conventional, we keep thrusting him into roles he can't carry. Brian Tyree Henry, on the other hand, has been the highlight of almost everything that I've seen him in. That is, when he gets more than a bit part that makes you say, hey, that's Paperboy. Um, and then you never see him again. In fact, his role in Atlanta is probably one of his least interesting. It was cool to see him get screen time in Godzilla vs. King Kong. Again, he was the best part outside of the action. But if given a legit drama, dramatic role, the boy could win an Oscar. In short, Brian deserves all the hype that we put behind Lakeith. So here's how I feel about that. I really do like Brian Tyree Henry as an actor. I think he's great. I would love to see him in more. He's actually, I don't know how that's gotten held up by COVID, but production wise, he's gotten a lot of um, looks from Marvel and he's supposed to be in like one of their next big series and shit. Mm -hmm. um, so excited to see what Brian Tyree Henry continues to do. I think he's a great actor. I don't think Lakeith is limited. 
I don't. Like, I think Lakeith is a solid actor. I think he did great and. But so this was his range. Yeah, but that's he the don't thing. he 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 get he gets that weird quirky role, and that's the mo- he always kills that. But like, I don't think he was weird quirky in the photograph, for instance. Like, I feel like that wasn't a, a weird quirky. It was just kind of like a he was kind of weird and quirky though. But they were both he was awkward like Issa. Yeah, and I I felt like it was less of his normal quirk or like even again it was a small part, but like his parts in um uh get out. From the beginning when he first gets kidnapped to still definitely weird when he quirky. but that's the thing though like I don't think that like in the beginning that nigga was just on the phone trying to figure out where his girl stayed and it was like I right. so so I put that in a group and other people felt like it was like a knock on him and I think he was specifically talking about range so yeah. like for an example we seen Paperboy as the gangster in Paperboy yeah we've also seen him um and what was the the ex wives movie whatever where he was like the mayor. Or going for oh, like the, um uh, widows, widows, widows. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like the roles that he get are vastly different, and you can see his range as yeah. an actor. What I think he's saying is, um, because after Judas and Black Messiah, yeah, it was all like you know the great young actor Lakeith, which he is a really good actor. Yeah, he's saying is like as far as the range is concerned. Like we do be seeing him in some weird shit. That don't yeah. mean he don't kill those yeah. roles, but like where is the I want you just to be normal. I don't yeah. want this role to be based around because he mentioned that he's like the roles that it's not based upon your delivery. The movie may be great yeah. and it's not based upon your delivery in it. I'm like, that's that's cool. That's some good feedback as far as for him. Like I want him, I want I do want to see him in different type of roles. So it's a movie on Prime Video that I'll implore um you to watch, but also whoever made the uh the meme is called Crown Heights. Um, came out like 2018, 2017, something like that, starring Lakeith. He plays, it's uh, based on a true story. He plays a Trinidadian immigrant in Brooklyn who gets accused, I think he's a cab driver, and uh-huh. he gets accused of murder that he didn't commit. Um, so he was falsely accused, spent 20 years in prison, and him and his best friend, played by Namdi Asamoah, um, they spend that whole 20 years trying to get this nigga free and prove his innocence. Great movie. Okay. So on Prime Video. It's a nor it's as normal as you're gonna get. Never from heard him. of it. Yeah, Crown Heights. And I, I think it was a straight to whatever. I don't know that this was ever theatrically released, yeah. but um Crown Heights on Prime Video. Um he also had some some smaller roles. That's kind of the thing too. Like I think in recent years, these have been like big productions for him. But like some of his smaller roles in the past, like the nigga had a small, quick ass role as Snoop in Straight Out of Compton. It was quick. And we ain't get a lot, but it was also like he wasn't strange and quirky. Nigga, he was tall, lanky, and rapping like Snoop. And it yeah. was just like, well, I think that's, that's the all part we where he was like, yo, that movie didn't depend on his delivery. Yeah, facts, and, facts. Yeah. But um, yeah, check out Crown Heights again. Judas and the Black Messiah. We already discussed. I think he killed that. Um, I think there was definitely. I, I don't see. I see some awkwardness in the photograph, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like his stereotypical quirkiness to me. And then um. He killed his role in it's a movie that came out right at the top of COVID. It's on Netflix, I believe. Knives Out. Mm. Knives Out. It's a um, it's like an old timey. It's set in current day, but it's a it's about a murder that happens at this uh, rich people's mansion, and he plays the detective trying to figure it out, or one of the detectives trying to figure out who killed the person. Good ass movie. He killed his part. He wasn't weird. He was a detective. Like, but it was a very like it was kind of one of them like who done it. Yeah. And um, really interesting. It's a lot of fucking great actors in there, and he held his own. So it's it's some movies out there that I I would tell people if you do feel like he's limited in his range, check out some of the shit you might not have heard of. Yeah. Um, because I think he has bigger parts 
it just may not range. be. A, it, a, yeah, a, a, they're not huge movies. Yeah. And Knives Out was big, but other than him, I think the rest of the cast is completely white. So we just might have missed it mm-hmm. as a as a culture. But it was a really good movie, really interesting. And I'm gonna um, check some of my Yeah, but yeah, definitely check out that Crown Heights though. That shit was good, man. Prime video. Um, and on that note, people, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Salute to all our listeners. We thank y'all so much, man. Prayers for DMX. Still praying for the best um, and, and praying for his family, his kids, his ex-wife, Tasha, Swiss Beats, DNY, all the Rough Riders, everybody who DMX ever impacted, man, as a fan or label mate or whatever, man. Um, just prayers up for him. And uh, yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week. This Week in Culture, episode 159. We out. Come the same cat with the wave cat. That motherfucker that TNT used to play this.